just having a chat. Whoop, whoop. That's a sound of the police. See if this, t- <laughs> see if this turns into a DC rant as well. It generally is. <clears throat> My turn into a Marvel rant. Hello and welcome back to the Marvelling Marvel podcast. It's been a while and I'm pretty certain the last thing we did was a list of our favourite films of the year so far. But here we are. With I think we've done one, at least. <laughs> we might have done one. Here we are with another list of the years. We are looking back on 2022 uh, and our t- favourite films and our favourite TV series. As usual, it's myself, Dan. We have Terry. Terry, how's it going? Good evening. Having a good year? <coughs> so far, so good, yeah. yeah. Good, excellent. Steve? All right. Having a good year? Yeah, it's been up and down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been good. So we're going to, um, we've, got, we've got top 10 films. We've got that, right? Mm-hmm. And then we're going to have a chat about TV series as well. But in general, I want to get like a, just a, a feeling on the year in films and TV, 2022. How are we feeling about it? Well, like I said to you guys on the uh, WhatsApp when we were chatting mm. about this, I think it's been a very strong year for horror. Mm. And actually, in terms of good horror as well, because I feel like there's always a lot of horror films because people make a lot of horror films. But I feel like there's been a lot. And when we get to my list, that might be reflected <laughs> But no, I just think it's been a really strong... I mean, not all of them have been amazing throughout. Like, there's a lot of good bits in, in the horror films, but yeah. And a lot of um, debate over horror films as I say there's a couple on my list that aren't necessarily the best films I've seen but I've had a lot of conversations with them so they're very visceral in my mind it's definitely easier to make a horror film though isn't it that's I think people think that just rip off hereditary that's what I noticed <laughs> with the horror films this year well, that's the thing <laughs> something will happen that's popular mm. a clown found yeah, footage yeah. and then they'll just make a shit ton of those but I feel like Netflix and people like that are obviously taking a bit more of a punt on films now mm. as well. And, yeah, I feel like it's one that, they, if they work, they make a lot of fucking money. That's yeah. the thing. That's why so many... Sh- I mean, like, Paranormal Activity costs about 300 grand to make, and it made hundreds of millions. Yeah. So that's why people are willing to take a punt. And when mm. you've got, like, Blumhouse yeah. making their films, where he has the model of, you have £1 million, you can make whatever film you want. I, I won't touch it in any way. And if it does well and you want to make a sequel, you have three million pounds and I won't touch it and you can do what you want. Oh, that's and such that's such how he does that's why Bloomhouse have so many random films, because he'll just go, Right, what's your idea? Yep, one million pounds go away, make the film. I don't care. Yeah. He doesn't interfere, he doesn't interject, he just lets them get on with it. And I feel like lots of people are copying that, which in some ways doesn't work because filmmakers then get out of hand like Zack Schneider. Yeah. <laughs> who goes off and say that long, did it? <laughs> and does all sorts. That, and to to a degree thirty seconds, I reckon. About two minutes actually. <laughs> to a degree, James Cameron like just go off and does his own thing. And yeah. Peter Jackson as well, I feel like he got that because if you look at King Kong, King yeah. Kong, there is a good two hour film in there, yeah. but it yeah. is a horrendous three hour film. Yeah. 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 Look at me untouching the beast is a personal favourite of that film. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah. I do, do particularly enjoy that. But um mm. it's yeah, um that. it's uh yeah. For me, this year has been all about, I've got an idea for a film, and I'm actually going to try it and do it. So, like, there's numerous films that... that I thought you meant literally you had an idea for a film. My my idea is for a a, a dart sequel that completely rips off Steve's darts film. Um, But it's, it's, for me, a lot of the films this year have been people actualising ideas. Like, it works sometimes, it doesn't work some other times, but it's been a lot of people taking a chance, people doing things. 
And whatever I think about the outcome, at least we're actually seeing something a bit different at times. Mm. And something, even if that different thing is <clears throat> a 30-year-old sequel, um, <laughs> we, we're, we're still seeing... Not sure about that one. <laughs> <laughs> we're still seeing films being done in different ways. Like The Batman, for example, is, is, yeah. is a Batman film done in a different way. Mm. Smile. I've got my own thoughts on Smile, but like, at least they did it. At least they yeah. tried it. And... But again, I feel like that is now where you've got so many studios competing. Mm. They yeah. sort of have to take a chance on, other than DC, you've got to take a <laughs> chance on filmmakers and you've got to like trust someone. Because that's what I've never understood when you see all these mm. things about lots of studios. Where it's like, mm. oh yeah, then the studio like took it. Like Guillermo del Toro nearly did, never made another film with mm. in America after Mimic because they cut it to pieces and he hated the film that was yeah. left. If they sign off a film based on a script and then they watch it and go, I don't like it. It's like, but you fucking signed it off. Just, yeah. You've got to trust people and let them make it. And It just feels like that's been more prominent this year. Mm, it feels definitely. like whatever the outcome is, whether it's The Rock talking about going and making Black Adam even, like at least these films are being made. Yeah. At least they are. At least Warner Brothers are sticking, they're keeping their nose out of it more often than not at the moment as well. And and just letting filmmakers be filmmakers. I, I have my own opinions on what James Gunn is going to be doing. I, I don't love it if I'm honest with you. I think yeah. he should have built that whole universe around the Batman. But, you know, he's got his own ideas. and I don't think so, though, because I don't... My thing, problem is always... We're getting straight into DC here. Yeah. I don't like Batman mm. in a real-world setting. Mm. In the comics and in the cartoons yeah. it works because they're ridiculous, they're silly. Mm. Like, you watch Batman v Superman. Mm. Batman's just cowering in the corner. He doesn't work. And especially Robert Pattinson's Batman, where it's so grounded mm. and his suit is so grounded... If you bring in Superman, you need to bring in, or you bring in any of the other Justice League, mm. you need to bring in a big threat, and he's going to be, he's just going to be sat in the background going, mm. and that loses it for me. I like my Batman on his own. That being said, yeah, I don't yeah. necessarily need James Gunn's quirky take on Batman that happens to like the same music as James Gunn. Like, which oh, yeah, is the same it. as, I'm, I'm, I'm putting it here and now, I'm bored of James Gunn. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I can understand that. Because... Like, the, it's the same joke in every single film he does. And I'm talking about right the way back to um, Slither. Like, it's like, oh, look, he's got a quirky soundtrack. It's a bit creepy and a bit weird. And he's going to say some weird things. But also, it's a bit gross as well at times. Mm. And it's just, that's, that's, that's just what he's done with every single film he's done now. Uh, it, Suicide Squad even doesn't really tick the boxes for me. Yeah, the Suicide yeah. Squad was okay. Yeah. But yeah, I'm obviously intrigued to see what he does with Guardians Three. Yeah, and yeah. How that like wraps up because obviously he's literally going to have to walk away because I don't think Kevin Feige is going to have him knocking about when he's uh, the head of DC Studios. What's happening now? Well, they're going to Gotham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I assume he's taking Chris Pratt to be the new Superman. Yeah. Or Batista. <laughs> no, they fell out a bit, didn't they? Did they? Because he was meant to be Peacemaker. Oh. oh, was he? He was offered Peacemaker and he turned it down to do Army of the Dead. Because oh, that was like the starring yeah. role in Army of the Dead. That's a lose-lose for most situations. Yeah. Well, to be fair, John Cena was very good as Peacemaker. Yeah, he, he was yeah. a good Peacemaker. I just didn't really enjoy the series very much. Oh, the, the series for me was, again, very James Gunn. Very, oh, look, we're swearing. Oh, look, yeah. oh, look what we're talking about. Also, if, if, you've, if you're fired by Disney because you made some slightly close to racist comments, <laughs> don't have a whole character in this that is kind of getting far too much screen time who's a member of the KKK. And to the point where it's 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 past uncomfortable and it's just like, no, this is just racism now. Yeah. Like, this is just like... Mm. It's I, not I, pushing I get, the envelope anymore. We, we need to... We, we already know we hate this guy. 
we, we, we don't didn't yeah. need to understand that when he's just being outright racist it's like we get it he's racist mm. didn't love that as well of course there will always be room in, in these films for his wife obviously yeah <laughs> like, that's it everyone's yeah. gone apart from Peacemaker and his wife yeah. and that's what they keep saying at the moment pretty much yeah it's a very just to go it is a, does seem like a very strange choice and by all accounts he wasn't nowhere near the top of the list they worked mm. through a lot of people offering the job and they all went fuck that yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's obviously got ooh I can be the big man because he does seem like an odd character yeah I, and there's things he's done that I really like as well it's worth mentioning I do love Slither I do love mm. Super and I do Super's love, great yeah and I, I do love the Guardians films um also love PG porn, which is one of the best things I think he's ever done. Mm. But like he's, it's, I'm just a bit tired of it now. In the same way that I'm tired of The Rock as well. And Ryan Reynolds and Chris Pratt. <sighs> Ryan Reynolds is still, <clears throat> still me, just there for me. But the thing just. with Ryan Reynolds is yeah. he can act. He's shown he can act in other yeah. things, but he could, now is just Ryan Reynolds in yeah, everything. Well, we he's before, Deadpool. Deadpool yeah. is Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Yeah. It would just be nice to see him, even if it's once a year, do something that isn't same yeah but I suppose if you're in that sort of position where a studio says Ryan here's 20 million dollars oh yeah to be Ryan Reynolds you're gonna you, the thing is you are gonna take it because even welcome to Wrexham mm. I just haven't watched that that's ve- that's I very really Ryan Reynolds it. I mean I know he's actually being himself in that yeah but it is like you're fucking watching Deadpool run a football club yeah <laughs> I found out yesterday kind of a bit off topic that Michael B. Jordan yes part of Bournemouth, Bournemouth. Yeah. yeah he was there yesterday yeah yeah. yeah yeah also I was watching the mighty Chelsea smash yeah. them 2-0 but like I was watching, this, like came up. I was like, "No way does he part own." Like, the American, um, a lot of American people and consortiums are getting because obviously, like, um, what's it? LeBron James owns part of Liverpool, Liverpool. Yeah. and Americans are looking at foot, Premier League football clubs and thinking there is a lot of fucking money. Do you know who made. started that? Oh, I can't remember his name now. Todd Bowley. No, no, I'm going back ages ago. Who? Oh, what's his Randy name? Randy Lerner. No, 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 no. Even for. The guy, um, oh fuck, one Avram Grant. <laughs> Avram Grant. Someone. <laughs> Sorry, a... Glazer. I was thinking the fucking no, no, United. There's, 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 a, there's been a film out in the last five years. With the guy from Moneyball, the one the Brad Pitt plays. What's his character's name? Oh, uh, but it's, it's, he plays. He, he's got a different name in real life. Yeah, I can't. I can't so he's basically the guy who he's based off. Yeah. Owned Port Vale Football Club years mm. ago. So he's almost like. I don't think he's the reason that Michael B. Jordan no, no, was no, taking no. Bournemouth. No, but I'm saying, that's almost like... He didn't exactly money bowl Port Vale, <laughs> yeah. did he? No, no. But I mean, like... Champions like... League winners, Port Vale. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, you never know one day. Sitting there on his laptop, I could do this for real. <laughs> he's playing football manager. Oh, I love football manager. Oh, yeah, me time. too. I don't love football and I love yeah, football manager. Well, I love both. But no, I'm yeah. saying, but like, mm. it's become a thing now, isn't it, that Hollywood have kind of taken over... It's almost like... Because the money involved, it's only yeah. going up and up at the moment, isn't it? But I suppose the franchises over in America, like the NFL and the NBA teams, they're worth... Billions. Billions. So like, and they have... Because I don't know, but they have like a lot of caps and stuff, don't they? Yeah. Like what they can earn, what they can pay, whereas obviously that doesn't exist. And that's why all these... Because a lot of them, it's investment funds. It's not yeah. like Michael B. Jordan's gone, I want to invest in Bournemouth. He's yeah. said to someone, I want to get involved in Premier League football. And they've gone, this buy is buying Bournemouth. Do you want to chuck a couple of million in? Hang on, let me do another Creed film and then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that looks fucking good, doesn't it? It does, do, yeah. Jonathan Majors, fucking hell. We'll have a chat about 2023 at yeah. the end of this, I reckon, for the films we're looking forward to. So Jonathan, Jonathan Majors is... Unreal now. He yeah. looks like you look even the, that fucking whiskey advert. Yeah, but you in the trailer and he's like, "I'm gonna have to fight and go." I wouldn't. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Here's my wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> look at him. He'll, he'll kill you. Mm. 
Yeah. What about you, Steve? Thoughts on the year in general? Well, I think I've said in conversation that I've been quite underwhelmed by the choice of films this year. That's just honest. I'm not saying I'm right, I'm not saying I'm wrong, but I actually found it really hard to do a top 10. There's films in the, on my list that are probably not in your list. <laughs> Definitely fucking not. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I've can, can I ask, is it morbid time? No, <laughs> trust me, I'm not that desperate. Like, do you know what I mean? But I, I, I don't know, I think it's... I, I, I went back on my letterbox and I've, I've forgotten to rank the films on mm. there to put my even Google films that came out this year to get... I forgot about Smile, and so I, but that's not on my list, just to pre-warn everyone. But like... I forgot about a few films, but I also realised I actually haven't been to the cinema that much this year either. Mm. I think I've only been to the cinema this year six, seven times. Yeah, because I, I feel like, yeah, there's a lot of films you have, we've like booked tickets for and yeah. you haven't come. Or, and it's just, I feel like we've been quite a lot this year. Yeah, and I, I've, because I, I've definitely seen, I think this film's been quite, this year's been quite good for films yeah. personally. Like, yeah, yeah, that's why I said I'm not right, I'm not saying I'm right, it's just for mine. There's been coin flip films that I've gone in and going, I don't know. And yeah. then I've gone, come out and gone, that was actually really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, mean, there's only been one or two that I've been out and out disappointed with. There's yeah. been films that I've thought, I don't know if I'm going to like this and I haven't liked it. Yeah, same. Yeah. Or this is going to be shit, <coughs> it's morbid time yeah. and it was shit. <laughs> but yeah, there haven't been many that I've been really we, excited about and gone we into and not enjoyed. We 100% what we were getting into when we yeah. went to see Morbius. Well, I just really treated it like a comedy in the cinema. Yeah. But, we, but it, it wasn't even laughably bad. No, that's it what was I mean. just like, shit. Yeah. It was yeah. dis- that's the thing, it was... It wasn't even so shit you laughed. You just went, oh. Yeah. There's a couple of times where I, we all giggled, but... I don't know what's going on in this film. It's my overwhelming feeling. Why is it? Michael Keaton turned up? <laughs> yeah. Why have they cut him out of the Blu-ray release? Because <laughs> they obviously went, we a really bad up. idea. Yeah. We <laughs> fucked this right oh, up. Oh, you mean we should have watched the film, the <laughs> Spider-Man? Because that's the, fun, the funniest thing I've ever sent me was that video of them... Like the script writer. Yeah. But what about, oh, it doesn't matter, it's a new scene. It's a new yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter what happened before. I'm going to need to get all the way off my back on this one. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're going back to like my list. Mm. Had you asked me this time last year, if you could predetermine what your list would be this time next year, I reckon some of the same films have been on it, but in completely different orders. I don't think my number one would have been my number one. No, my number one definitely wouldn't have been my number <laughs> yeah. one. 100%. I think I said yeah. to you, about give yeah. it away after you're yeah. there. When I first found out about what my number one is, I was thinking to myself, do we really need that? Yeah, same. But then when we got it, I was kind of like... We all know. (laughs) (laughs) Do we really need this completely anonymous 30-year-old sequel? (laughs) Yeah, for life. At best, camp classic. (laughs) But yeah, I think... Yeah, but yeah, I suppose we'll get to the films, but... But that feeds into Dan's point of trusting people. I mean, to be fair, with that particular film... There's obviously one key ingredient that makes mm. that film great, mm. and he's a man that not a lot of people like. Yeah. But if you take him out of that film in any in the acting sense, in the producing sense, then it's not because obviously there's a film coming out this year that he's involved in that looks um, fucking unreal, I know, and I cannot wait for. Um, which is another sequel, which is all he seems to do now. But fuck it. But yeah, no, exactly. I feel like. He's just doing what yeah. he wants. He just does what he wants. He wants yeah. to resurrect the actions. That's the th- yeah, we'll, we'll get to it later. <laughs> but that's the thing. He'd obviously gone to Paramount and been like, this is what we're going to make. <coughs> and they've not gone, ooh. <coughs> and they've just gone, yeah. Because, I mean, another th- a film coming out, actually, Opp- Oppenheimer. Mm. That's Nolan's first film, not with Warner Brothers for a, f- for a long time, yeah. because he got fucked off with all the stuff they did where they were putting stuff straight on HBO Max. And he was like, that's not how you treat people. And he walked away. Mm. Universal didn't put any provisos on that film. They just went... Hello, Chris. Because <laughs> he, 
the thing that's going on the rounds at the moment as well, isn't it? That um, he recreated the first bomb blast without CG. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> they recreated the first nuclear blast without using CG. How? I'm assuming a lot of petrol. <laughs> <laughs> a real nuclear bomb. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't put it past Nolan. <laughs> But because I've got a genuine feeling that that film is going to be in black and white yeah. until the bomb goes off, yeah, and I, that it's then going to turn into Technicolor. But again, I say good. with Nolan, you don't mess with it because the amount of times people Warner Brothers tried to make him film in three D and he said mm. fuck off. Yeah, and well done Nolan for that. Yeah. by the way, because three D shit. I haven't been to Avatar. Apparently, it looks really good in three D, but fuck it. I don't Avatar, the first Avatar, is the only film I've seen where I was actually like, wow, at the three yeah. D. And to be fair, I did see that at the IMAX in Waterloo with the curved screen. Maybe maybe that's a good place to start, just listing things that we haven't seen. Avatar. Avatar. <laughs> haven't seen Avatar yet. New baby, I haven't got three and a half hours to spare. I've, I've just been at work a lot. I'm in no rush to see Avatar. <laughs> it took me about a year and a half to see the first one. Genuine question, and this is obviously way off topic for a 2022 review podcast. What is your beef with Avatar? I've got a beef with Avatar. But what... Because people either seem to really rate Avatar or fucking hate it. I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle. Right? My personal okay. opinion is, and again, all views my own. Again, I'm not saying I'm right. No, I, but I'm definitely not wrong. I feel I am, I am very much one of these sort of people. Call it stubbornness, call it what you want. But if 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 hundred people tell me something's fantastic, there's a massive chance I'm going to hate it. Because so, I, do you hate it because it? No, did no, well. no, 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 no. I, I I I think that. It was very revolutionary when it came out. It was something completely different. I get that side of it. But when I watched it, I think so many people told me how great it was that maybe I'd built up my own head as well. That when I came out, they'll borrow it on DVD from science to work. I mean, with that's your problem. You've borrowed it on DVD. Yeah, like, <laughs> and then again, I, I've always said Avatar is a good film. I've never sort of hated Avatar, but it's one of those sort of things where it's not something that I've like, when I found out they were, obviously they've been announced, they've been doing what they've I mean, been, been working on for about 20 yeah, years. Yeah, but like, I'm not like, oh my God, I need to watch it. Like, the thing is, one of those sort of things where I'll probably watch it and be like, that was absolutely incredible. Like, I think I, time's on your side though, because I think people did have cooled on Avatar. Mm. Yeah. Like, I think when it came out, it was like this. It was very divisive, wasn't it? Yeah, people yeah. Just... But I've got no beef actually with Avatar. I just don't, I don't see the hype. I, I very much like, it's not the sort of film that excites me anyway. Mm. And that's just still on the street. I mean, it's, it's just, not, because I never understood, because obviously technically it is phenomenal, because yeah. the effects in it now are still better than half the films that come out these Absolutely, days. Absolutely, I couldn't and agree. Story-wise, it's just a classic story. Yeah. It's a story, that's, it's like fucking Christmas Carol, it's been told so many times with a slight twist and a yeah. slight tink. But it's, I think it's just a little bit too... Honestly, the bad guys are just a bit boring. Oh yeah, the they're actual very... main characters are a bit boring. I think the film is—it's it's a fine story. It's just mm. the film itself is just a bit boring, and I, that is even with all the animal fucking in it as well. Did you see the interview <laughs> with Sam Worthington and Zoe Saldana? No. They were chatting to them. And they said that obviously it's been a long time since the first one came out. Mm. Sam, you've actually had twenty-one films since then. Zoe, you've had twenty-five films. And she went, "Oh God, I, we've only said it was five. And Sam went, "Yeah, none of mine actually came out though, did they?" <laughs> <laughs> he's very aware that he's obviously got dropped off a fucking cliff. Yeah. That's, I don't know if I've seen anything. I mean, in I mean he had recently. like Avatar, Terminator, yeah. and Wrath of the Titans all yeah. like bam, 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 and yeah. then he just oh, yeah. made really Taylor kitched it. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. very <laughs> much did. Had- like the MCU, which kept yeah. irrelevant. Star Trek, she was in as well, yeah. wasn't she? So, but yeah, no, you Star off. Trek before or after Avatar? After, after. I think, I think anyway, yeah. probably uh, around the same yeah, time yeah. at least. But, but yeah, I, I think it's just a bit. 
it doesn't do anything that wows me apart from yeah. the special effects. And if no, that's right. And for me, that's like it's, saying I, I just remember Steve being like, "I fucking hate Avatar," and I just wondered. But yeah, I think he's not. So. I think yeah, I think I'd probably just be a bit melodramatic. But it's one of those no. things. Someone come up, <laughs> if someone comes up to me and sort of says, "I love Avatar," I'm not going to slap him in the face. Compared to someone comes up to you, "I love Beyonce," then you're going to get knocked <laughs> the fuck out. But like. <laughs> I've got nothing against people like Avatar. It's just, I think that the, like I said a minute ago, I think for me, it just isn't my sort of film. Fair and enough. that's like, you know. Can't the, argue with that. Yeah, but again, you know, so I, I, will, I will watch the second one. I'll probably wait for it to come out on Sky. Hmm. Um, well, it'll be Disney Plus, won't it? Well, Disney Plus, yeah. So I'll wait for that, most likely. But Probably tomorrow, that's right. <laughs> yeah, they are, like we were saying the other day, like Banshees of Inishiran came out really quick, Barbarian came out really quick. The menu drops like next week. I thought the menu had already dropped. No, it drops mm. next. Cause it didn't drop in time for this mm. podcast because that's another film I haven't seen. Yeah, I'm trying to think what film I haven't seen this year that I wish I. I mean, my, my big one's Black Panther. I really, really wish I'd seen that. No, yeah, I've seen I really that. that. Mm. I really enjoyed that. Well, again, we'll probably go into a bit mm-hmm. of detail. I mean, I would, I would say I would like to have seen Black Adam just from more out of curiosity. Yeah. About the, I don't know. I've seen it and I don't feel like I've. I don't feel any like yeah, gain. Yeah, yeah. 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 I haven't watched that yet. I still haven't watched that yet. I had a chance. Well, I've well, been busy, but... Oh, but <laughs> I, I think I, probably, I bought it, uh, one, because it was on offer, mm-hmm. and two... I'll end up buying I've it. Got, I've got it. Because <coughs> I realised that I still don't have um, The Rise of Skywalker either. Oh, well. I need to have it for the collection so it's on the shelf. No, and like, no, no, Jurassic no stop Park giving Dominion. them money. That's not true. You don't need it. Just, just yeah. Stop giving them money for it, okay? Well, I'm, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm one of those sort of people I did pre-order it. Just because oh, no, I, that's Wars the first Star Wars film I didn't. But yeah, uh, Black Phone. So that's the other one I wish I'd seen. Yeah. Oh yeah, Black Phone. Yeah. You've both missed out that. on that one, my friend. Mm-hmm. I keep looking at it. And I think I'm going to buy it. I see it quite a lot. I want to buy that. And then I just don't, no, how I don't much would it, it be in a potential retailer? Well, on Blu-ray, nine ninety nine. Mm. DVD. I don't think it needs to be a Blu-ray. So I think it's four ninety nine. Yeah, four. I might, well, yeah, I might have to purchase that because yeah. I feel like sometimes with horror films, and this is probably just me being nostalgic, I kind of like having them on DVD rather than Blu-ray. Yeah. If it still exists, I'd probably have some of them on VHS if I was quite honest with you. Yeah, but. Well, to be fair, um, I was on a browse today and I was so tempted just to buy the Halloweens on DVD. Because mm. really, I genuinely don't feel like everything I own has to be Blu ray or HD. No, I don't, but I feel like my kind of like. Especially like the Halloween films. Yeah. They don't need to be on Blu ray, no, mate. They, they definitely don't. I, mean, I've, I don't know, I think for me, especially, I haven't bought a normal DVD. And I always buy my TV series on DVD. I never buy Blu ray. Mm. The only Blu ray TV series I've got is Walking Dead. Other than that, every series I buy, I always buy a DVD. Well, Doctor Who's in Blu-ray. And then they've shafted you with Walking Dead now, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Black Phone 699, by the way, in a potential return. Okay. Um, Why have they shafted you with Walking Dead? Because that last season's not never coming out on DVD. They're not bringing it out? Nope, Disney Plus. Yeah. I thought they'd still release it. But to be fair, I stopped buying it on Blu-ray after Series 7. Yeah, I think I'm up to Series 7 on DVD. Mm. Uh, My actual Blu-ray of Walking Dead is actually in the loft of my mum's house. Mm-hmm. Along with, for some weird reason, I don't know why I bought this. London 2012 on Blu-ray. Don't <laughs> ask me why. I we that. sold so the I, games. I sold so much of Tesco that. for like thirty quid. I've never ever watched it. 
I could just fucking highlight on YouTube. I remember working in a retailer when that came out and literally we were selling it hand over fucking yeah. fist. It was unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people love that. So it's hard to hard to remember exactly the effect the Olympic Games had on people. Mm. In this I, I, as well. I mean, I say I vaguely remember it like it was the World War, but it was only. I remember ago, coming but... out of said retailer mm. because, like, the torch went through Hemel, mm. and like yeah. coming out to watch it, I, I literally kicked everyone out of the shop, locked the doors, <laughs> so I could watch <laughs> the torch go past. The torch went through Hemel. Yeah, did it really? It, it went made, down it the fucking high well. street, mate. I was going to say, did it make it through? No, no, one tried to steal it. Or... I mean, I, I can't say for that. Was I, it on the uh, Facebook group? I saw it do the magic roundabout. Whatever community page, whatever yeah. it's called. It got stuck on the roundabout, just going round and round. <laughs> Didn't know how to do it. Someone offered drugs, it went up the dual carriageway. Fiesta on courses, just trying <laughs> yeah. to get in its way, yeah. Oh, we slag it off, it's our town. Yeah. yeah. It's not your town, Dan, you're from more of I'm, a... I'm from uh, yeah. He's a posh boy. But yeah. I, I do live in Hemel. But it's the Hemel Facebook group is one of my favourite things in the world. Uh, that's, one, that's the only thing I miss about Facebook. Yeah. I've not been on Facebook for about four or five years. Right. Has anyone seen this cat? What are you looking for a cat for? It just starts an <laughs> argument. Someone's looking for their cat. And then immediately three people pipe in going, what are you, what, what are you using this for that? Because, you know, there's real problems out there. It's just like, there's someone just trying to find their damn cat. Okay? Uh, it's, it's no, I'm in one for Gaybridge, which I only joined two weeks ago. Because remember when you came around, we were having water problems. Mm. So that we were out without water for a day. So mm. I joined it because everyone was talking about it. And all it is other than that is people complaining about the every driver. <laughs> Just people going, here's my picture. Does anyone recognise these feet? <laughs> every. Ooh, touchy subject there. Did you hear about what happened recently? That guy, the every driver, didn't make any deliveries and took them to a car boot sale. Oh, I saw a video <laughs> of someone incredible. with a car boot sale. Yeah, I didn't know that that was an every driver. And like I said, my friend Richard listens, and our, our good friend, I'm not going to say his name, is a depot manager for every. Yeah. So every time a meme comes up, we whack it in the group and sometimes he takes it quite... Like, I imagine he's been a bit stressed jokes, the last few like, weeks. Yeah, he, he, he called his name and was like, stop fucking ordering parcels, you fucking C-U-N-T's. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we put you in a job. But like, every time I see it, every meme, I just whack it in the group chat with my friends and it goes down well because you either get a really good reaction out of him or you get a really defensive reaction out of him. Which is just as good. Which is just as good, <laughs> just as good yeah. But yeah, sorry. I feel like we got went off on tandem. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah, we do, true. Yeah, yeah, to be fair, yeah. Right, should we talk some TV series? Yeah, yeah we do can. We, how do we want to do this then? Do we just want to talk about some of the TV series we got? I mean, yeah, Steve declined to add, give us a top five list of this, so we're just going to talk through. I mean, a minor Dan's list are very different other than two things. Shall, um, shall, I, shall I do them, do my list first, or shall I do honourable mentions, or shall we just... Let's go through the like the big ones, and then we can do honourable mentions of the things. So, yeah, if you want to go through... I've, some I've not heard of some of yours. Right, so shall I just go down the list, or...? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Number 10, Mythic Quest. Oh, yeah, I forgot you did a fucking top 10. <laughs> I'm going top 10. <laughs> uh, number nine was What We Do in the Shadows. Number eight was Obi-Wan. Number seven was She-Hulk. Number six was The Boys. Five was Stranger Things, potentially controversial. Four was Legends of Vox Machina. Yeah, I don't know. What, is that an anime? Uh, yeah, so it's an animated series based on... I'll, I'll get into, like... I'll answer questions at the end, maybe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sorry, it's your time you're wasting. Them, An evening with Dan. <laughs> uh, number three, Moon Knight. Uh, number two was The Bear, and number one was Andor. So, uh, Legend of Vox Machina is an animated series that originally started as a Kickstarter based on the D and D live play series Critical Role. Of course, it was D and D, and it's it's on it's on Amazon Prime. It's basically just a fantasy uh, animated series, and it's fucking brilliant. It is genuinely really good. 
the, the fact that the original Critical Role campaign one is longer than every episode of The Simpsons, like combined, because each episode's four hours long and there's over a hundred of them. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I think you and your mate Dan were chatting about that. Yeah. So the fact that they've got this down to, I think it's eight episodes, 30 minutes long, and told like one of the main chunks of the story from it is pretty amazing. And it works really, really well. Really, really good. That's a long old time. Mm. A short amount of time compared to what it was. Yeah, yeah. And so so they, they've done a really, really good job with that. That's, that's great. Other ones, Mythic Quest is still on. I don't know whether it counts, but Mythic Quest is, is really, really good on Apple TV. If anyone's got a chance to watch it, it's just basically... Rob McElhenney, I keep on saying McElhenney, but it's, it's McElhenney apparently, yeah. um, runs a uh, games company that make like a World of Warcraft style game. And it's all about like him trying to like fulfill his vision. And in every single season, there's one episode where they go back in time and they visit like a younger version of one of them. And it's, it's Black Mirror-esque, the way it's done every single time. And it is always the best episode. Um, and we've already just had that, and it's fucking incredible. What we do in the shadows, I thought, I think, is still strong. And four I've seasons. I've not watched that yet. Yeah, you've mentioned it a couple of times. It's, it's, it's brilliant. I love the film, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Obi Wan is Obi Wan. She Hulk, I really, really liked. Okay, I gave up. Really? No, it's the only the, series I haven't completed. But the final episode is just phenomenal. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, final episode is brilliant. I don't want to give anything away now because, like, it, yeah. it, honestly, if, feel, if you want to go and I mean, to be feel feel free to spoil it. It's not the end of the world. Because we should mention a ton of spoilers going to be dropping in this. As yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, so I so in the last episode, it breaks the fourth wall. Probably. Yeah. She climbs out. Mm. It it cuts to the Disney Plus screen, yeah. and she climbs out of She Hulk. And goes into it's assembled, they call yeah. it, isn't it? Like the making of docs, mm. and goes to Disney and goes to find Kevin Feige because she doesn't about. like her episode because it turns. It's like that like this villain turns like the villain yeah. turns up and then Hulk turns up and then Abomination. And she's like, no, this doesn't work, and she just climbs out and and Kevin. She goes to find Kevin, mm. and it's like an AI with a hat on, <laughs> the famous hat. No, but yeah, no, it's. Uh, I really liked it. It was uh, just so I mean, clever. I watch, I mean, I've, I've persevered with all the other ones, mm. but I just, I don't know. For me, I thought, yeah. I thought She-Hulk was very throwaway, yeah. but I enjoyed it. I don't know that I'd re-watch it. I'd potentially re-watch that episode more than sitting and watching the whole series. Episode, but, there was nine episodes. There, yeah, nine. Daredevil onwards, I think I'd watch as well, because mm. I fucking love Daredevil yeah. as well. But um, I Strange Things at Five, which I, might be potentially controversial, but... Uh, the, the 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 good moments in Strange Things were really good. Yeah, this series would a return to form. Yeah, although I do have issues. With I it. have issues with it as well. Um, one of which being that Nancy just becomes a gun nut from nowhere. Apparently, yeah, she's American. Hmm. So no, heritage. No, but it's like. So I noticed that yeah. even more because this year I watched Stranger Things from start to finish. Yeah. Well, say well to end the series four. I watched episode series one when it first came out. Hmm. Enjoyed it. Gave up halfway through series two. So I thought it was really poor. This year, me and Jess gave it another go. Mm. She got to about series three and gave up. But I still found series one really good. Series two was poor. Series three was great. And series four was absolutely incredible. Yeah. Except like, for a few things, I thought. Like, being a big Metallica fan, mm. the scene where he's playing Master of Puppets, I was waiting for that. Because I saw a video of it. And like, yeah. I just loved I just, like I wish I'd, it was longer, if you know what I mean. I like, thought the tempo moments were were mm. truly brilliant. So obviously the running up the hill and then the, yeah. the obviously... Yeah. That song was old, though, didn't it? Nah, I'm, I'm sick and tired of that I song, fucking love Kate Bush, no. so... I'm fucking sick of the Rita Ora version. She can fuck off. I haven't even keep heard fucking. that. Rita Ora's done a 
She did it at like a festival. But my main thing with Stranger Things, and I can't remember if we've done it. I feel like yeah. I've said this on a, yeah. on a podcast and it would only be this one. The whole Russia timeline, like the whole Russia side plot. Went on too long. You could have just deleted it mm. and it didn't need, you could have just had one episode where they go and they save him and bring him back. Mm. I, I say my, my main thing was that they, they all of a sudden went, right, we need guns. Nancy, let's go to your yeah. gun cabinet. It's like, the, fu- the, the half of what's fun about Strange Things is the Goonie-esque-ness yeah. of it, is that they're fighting these things with like, like golf clubs and stuff like I that. I think they'd escalated the it too much though, wouldn't yeah. they? That's yeah. the problem. With Vecna, they've just escalated to such a, such yeah. a, such a level. And to be fair, going back to that, Jess called in the first couple mm. of episodes that Geezer was going to be Vecna. I didn't even see it. She's like, I reckon he's going to be that big. I knew he was going to be involved a lot. Yeah, she and he was going to be a bit, away. but I did. Yeah, I didn't peg Vecna, and I, I was, didn't peg that Vecna was going to be the little boy as well. Yeah, I, I really, I, I thought series four was, yeah, a couple of things. I picked up on the Nancy yeah. thing, but like, I generally thought it was just such good television, mm. and it actually kept me like, I, I still find Dustin really fucking annoying. Really? Yeah, he's I most, fucking love Dustin. But like, I like Lucas. I think Lucas is probably my Mike, favorite. Mike before. can fuck off. Mike's just. Mike's that sort of typical, like when you have a TV series, there's always that kind of like, the main, who's supposed to be the main star, yeah. is yeah. never the most interesting person. No, we're near. It's yeah. like, you're always more attracted to the, the supporting cast. I think so Mike's... Steve and Eddie was, it was what it was mm. all about for me. In this oh, series. yes. Yeah. Steve's, Steve's my favourite character out of the whole series. Yeah. Lucas is my... Well, I said Luke, Luke's he my even favourite out of the four. series one as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Steve's like my favourite. I think he's just, he's really cool. And mm. Eddie, obviously, I thought he was incredible as yeah. well, but... God rest his soul. Yeah, fingers yeah. crossed. There's yeah. no way they'll kill him off. He is easily the most popular character mm. from the series. I didn't realise actually. I've done a bit of reading. Just like he's English as well. Yeah, isn't yeah. He? Like, I didn't even realise yeah. that. There's a couple of a few more. Like recently, and again, I don't want to go off topic. I think I've said this before. In the last ten years, there's been a massive increase of British people playing Americans. Yeah, I don't think it's because if you go back to The Wire, yeah. half the cast of The Wire yeah. is English. But I mean, like you, it's, the it's two like, main characters, yeah. basically. Yeah. But I think it's becoming more sort of obvious now, mm. and like, and they're actually giving English people the chance to play. Like, for example, I don't get ahead of ourselves. Bullet Train, right? Ten years ago, it would have been. I know they got. I can't remember his name. The guy who played Fastos was the English, mm. but. Again, I can't remember, Anthony Taylor, Anthony Aaron Taylor, Taylor, Johnson, Taylor Johnson. Johnson. Ten years ago, they've got an American to play that character. I don't know. I don't know. Because he's a big, he's no, a big th- name think, now, isn't no, he? No, but I'm saying, but, but I think if had you go... someone else, they would have got an American person to put on a British accent. But I think if you go 20 years ago, that would all be British people and it would be a Guy Ritchie film. Mm. Yeah, true. So, like, yeah. it's... I think it's just, you know, it's peaks and troughs. Yeah. So, like, it's, it's one of those things that, like... It would be a bit more cringe, I think, 20 years ago. Yeah. Because it would be full of, oh, apples and pears, apples and yeah. pears. Ooh. Oh, God, yeah. Probably cockneys. Mm. Um, and um, mm. it's, it's, yeah. But yeah, it, it, there, there's a few, if you watch Battlestar Galactica, there's a few in- English people in there as well, but yeah. American accents as well, but stuff like that. Well, maybe I haven't watched enough television in the last 10 yeah, years. No, I then. feel like there's a lot. Like you don't get a lot of Americans in English series, especially being English. Can but there are so many English people in America doing. Can I do the ultimate segue then? Because we did get an American actor putting on a very English accent in Moon Knight as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which in the trailers I hated, and then I yeah. saw the series, I went, "That's fucking great." Yeah, he done, he, he, he done that so well yeah. to the point where how did you didn't know had obviously you all knew that he was obviously was like Cuban American mm. whatever it yeah. is. Or Mexican American, mm. like if you didn't know who he was going into that, you would assume he was English. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. how good. Even to the little mannerisms, the way he said certain words. That's yeah. it. He uh, actually nailed an English accent, yeah, not sounding English. Yeah. It was an English accent. Yeah, yeah. I like Moon Knight. That that's yeah. some serious escalation in it as well. For yeah. 
but it's just you know it's a bank heist and then straight to or a, a museum heist straight to you're actually dealing with gods now mm. really really like I think like I'd heard of Moon Knight going mm. into it mm. but I had no real idea so I try not to read up about stuff until I've seen it and then when, it, when he first kind of like you thought he passed out and woke up mm. I was thinking the fuck happened there and, and then that's, you that learn that's stuck in your fucking head as well yeah um uh, just two then then sorry Terry I'll, I'll hand over like The Bear and Andor you guys haven't watched Andor yet no. I've watched one episode of Andor so Andor is is what I want from Star Wars and it's perfectly feasible to have this entire Star Wars universe where it's entirely about family and politics we've had no end of ones that are about family going oh here's Bo- Boba Fett and he's protecting all these people oh look here's the Mandalorian he's protecting Grogu here's uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi he's protecting Princess Leia and, and, and Luke um, and then no one has, has tackled the politics side of things until Andor, and Andor has just absolutely blown me away. It's perfectly fine to have a, a universe where everyone loves Mandalorian and Andor. That's what's so great about the Star Wars universe, is that mm. George Lucas has never hidden what Star Wars is about. It's about a group of people coming together with a theme of family as well, um, and it's about politics. The rebels are rebels. They were meant to be the Viet Cong is what, is what uh, Luke has described it as in an interview. And Andor, you get a real sense of... It's amazing it's on Disney+. Plus. Mm. Also has a lot of random English people in the first episode. Well. Absolutely, yeah. Just in, throughout the... Uh, Trevor's in it again. <laughs> from um, from EastEnders. But, um, <sighs> Leave little Mo alone, you prick. Yeah, he's, he's, he's he, done well He's done well for this year, isn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, he's gone from being a <clears throat> vicious woman beater to actually a big movie Because he was also yeah. in uh, the Chernobyl... He was, was, where he, he comes was, yeah. out of the mine stark bollock naked with it swinging I say swinging <laughs> was it that was cold. <laughs> yeah he was like the head that. miner yeah. yeah I didn't know that yeah Chernobyl's great by the way oh that's yeah. awesome mm. yeah. Um, so yeah uh, so Andor's worth a watch and the bear it, it, for me it's 1A 1B the bear was something that was recommended to me when I wasn't feeling very well it's something to watch is that an actual programme or is that a documentary it's a programme so it's, it's, a, it's a drama about uh, a brother who has been training in like Michelin style restaurants in New York and he has to come back and look after his brother's sandwich shop in Chicago. Oh, I've saw, do you know I that, yes. Because I thought it was a documentary slash yeah. reality show, that's why I haven't watched it. No. It's quite, it's not, they're only like half hour episodes, aren't yeah. they? So it's, I, so I, I, did the whole, I did the whole thing in a night. It is fucking that's, phenomenal. That's only recently come yeah, out yeah. as well, isn't yeah. it? So he, he, he comes back to, his brother's killed himself and he has to come back and deal with all of the issues that come with with this restaurant. It's in debt, it's unclean, he's got his brother's dickhead friend that is constantly hanging around. His staff don't respect him because they want to do things their way, even though the restaurant's clearly not making any fucking money. Mm. So he has to change everything. It's got some of the most enjoyable moments in a TV series. It's also got some of the most stressful moments in a TV series. And in this compact eight-episode series, where, as you say, where each episode is only half an hour yeah. long. I think episode seven is the most stressed I've ever been in a TV series. Yeah, so I got an it email about this the other day. Fucking amazing. It's on, it's it's on Disney Plus. Disney Plus, yeah. Yeah, I got an email to say, new to Disney Plus, and yeah. that was one. It came up, um, the description is, can he turn the sandwich shop into yeah. this or something along those yeah. lines, yeah. And yes, that. it's in Chicago. And yes, it's called The Bear. The <laughs> Chicago mentions like, bears are mentioned, I think, three times. I was going to ask that <laughs> question, but you know. But it's, it's not about the bears at all, in any way, shape or form. But it's, it is... Someone recommended to me, yeah, I'll give it a watch, I'm sure it's fine. Just absolutely mind-blowing. Really, really good. 
Yeah, I watched that. Oh, I just said watch that. I saw it earlier. I got an email from Disney Plus and I thought, that actually looks really good. Yeah, well So I'll it. definitely watch that. And I will watch Andor as well. I watched everything else, Star Wars. So. Andor's brilliant. And, and was I, don't know. I was waiting for the whole thing so I could binge it and then I've just not had time to binge it. Is it is all on there now as well. Yeah, it's, it? quite, yeah. it's quite a long series as well. So. Yeah. My only problem is with the Star Wars stuff is I don't want them to overdo it. But that's the thing. Yeah. They they overdid it because everything was about the fucking Skywalkers. Yeah. You're in a galaxy far, far away. Do something else with someone else. You don't you, have to have there the There is a new trilogy coming though, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, but that's not meant to be attached to the Skywalkers. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, do other stuff within the universe. You've got a whole universe that is one of the best fleshed out universes in film. Do something with it. Mm. And, and it's constantly, well, what if they're related? Not everyone has to be yeah. fucking related. Yeah. Like, this wasn't even a thing till Empire Strikes Back. And it's now been consistently a thing since for the last 40 years. Like, not everyone in films has to be related to each other. Mm. And Andor kind of steps that back. Andor is a prequel to Rogue One basically yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's more extreme than Rogue One the Empire are more evil the Rebels are more grey in this as well in the terms of things they're willing to I mean do. they're quite grey in Rogue One because yeah. Cassian yeah. kills someone in his opening in yeah. Rogue One doesn't he mm. and, and Cassian Andor is an incredibly interesting there is oh, I don't want to give anything away there is a sequence in this because it's done in three episode chunks where something different happens within three episodes that is completely could be absolutely anything doesn't have to be Star Wars but it just makes it so much better that it is set in a Star Wars thing as well. And it's got one of the most heartbreaking moments and also some of the best moments in it as well. Oh, so good. I, mm. I, I might watch it again at some point. But then I've got so many other TV series to watch that mm. Terry, I think, is probably about to... Uh, I mean, yeah, there's. <clears throat> I'll go through some of my longer lists then mm. as you've done your 10. Mm. So ones that didn't quite make my list. So there was Welcome to Wrexham, which we've sort of mentioned. Yeah. I love a documentary. I love a football thing. I'll give that a watch. It is, it's yeah, quite good. There's a couple of, there's like, there's one episode where it's almost like they do like a mansplain to Americans mm. and I couldn't watch it because it was just horrible. Mm. Um, and quite a lot of it, like the way they talk, it's just like, oh, but, and that as well is like some of the, re- some of the people they follow, there's like about four, five supporters that they regularly like talk to. One of them is an absolute cunt. And <laughs> he genuinely is and it's just like I don't understand why they've chosen him because he seems like such an asshole. Mm, yeah. but they keep going back to him but yeah that was really good because you're um, talking about him well yeah that's, 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 that's it, I guess. he's working like, uh, a, a, a recent one that dropped on Disney Plus The Patient was it good I with quite, Steve Carell and Dom, yeah. Domhnall Gleeson where <clears throat> Steve Carell is a therapist and Domhnall Gleeson <clears throat> is his patient and he kidnaps him because he's essentially he's a serial killer and <clears throat> he wants him to stop him killing people and he has him locked up in his basement Again, I watched that in one sitting, I think, because I think there's 10 episodes, one to nine are about 25 minutes, and then the last one's about 40 minutes, but that was really good. Yeah. Uh, Inside Man, which was very extreme. It's David Tennant as a vicar. It's like three wow. episodes where, I mean, basically, he's a vicar. He's got someone who works at his parish, and he says, oh, can you look after this drive for me? My mum's come mm. in, and she doesn't like that. I've got porn. It turns out that there's child porn on there, and his son's tutor find, accidentally uses it and sees it and turn of events she ends up locked up in the basement and he as a vicar is just like because the woman thinks that it's his son's hard drive so he's like no it starts off with him just saying no it's not and it just escalates to the point where he's got her trapped in the basement it's like where do they go from here because he's a vicar so he's very religious and his son it's it's one of those things where when you step back afterwards, I think that's very unrealistic. Mm. Like that would like a vicar wouldn't end up with a woman trapped in his basement. I mean, unless he wanted her there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'd probably be a young child. Let's be honest. Um, but no, that was really good. 
Um, and then there was another series, The Devil's Hour, on Amazon Prime. Okay. It's a very strange one. It's got Peter Capaldi in it. But it's... I mean, it's hard to talk about without giving too much trouble, but essentially Peter Capaldi seems to be... I mean, from the trailers... From the trailers, they very much lean into the fact of, is he a time traveller? Obviously, because he played the Doctor. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, but it is like it's this woman, and she's got she has these weird experiences. She's got a son who's basically just emotionally dead. But it's like this whole thing of like people like, is it deja vu? Does he know the future? Like, is he impacting the future or like ripples in time and stuff? It's quite complicated, but that was really good. <coughs> um, yeah, and then on and just a special mention to Walking Dead again because it's finally fucking finished. <laughs> I loved Walking Dead up until Series 7. When we had that group chat. We had a group chat. Yeah, every Monday. We were really like, excited about it. We talk about it, yeah. I was so excited for Negan to come and he fucking killed the series. Mm-hmm. It just never recovered from Negan joining the series. It ended really fucking shittily. It just ended as a trailer for another series. It was so sad yeah, that you'd have, this, you'd have this big linchpin. But it's got two spin-offs because it ends with Daryl driving off into the distance and he somehow ends up in fucking France. Drives to France. I don't know, but he ends up in France because apparently the whole thing is now that the outbreak started in France. Because as well, in the last couple of episodes, because I haven't watched the other spin-offs, but in the last couple of episodes of this, they're not smart zombies, but they're more... Like, they can climb walls, they can use tools, and apparently it's all to do with France. And then you've got the Rick and Michonne spin-off. Can I predict where this is going to end? That the zombies have just become the dominant species on the planet. I imagine it's going to go that way. They can talk and do everything that humans can. They're just... We'll live side by side. It'd be like the end of Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, basically. Um, (laughs) But yeah, obviously the comic book is so much better. But yeah, just a shout out to that. So my actual top five. So Obi-Wan Kenobi is number five. I really like that. I I did as well. I was very dubious of what they do, but I feel like it actually added to the Star Wars story that was already there because it explains why Leia goes to him in in A New Hope. There's a reason she goes because he saved her before. Um, And then this hasn't been mentioned at all so far, but We Own This City. So it's by, I forget his name, it's Simon something, but the guy who wrote The Wire. Oh, yeah. And it's set in Baltimore again, and it's based on a real story. It's got John Berthnall in it, and it's a real story about corruption within like this special unit. It's, it's, good. Only, it's very good. It's, it's only about six episodes, but it like, it's the one annoying thing is it's very much, we see this, and then we go back 18 months. Mm. Then we go back another... Because mm. basically you see John Berthnall... He's like the head of the corruption, if that makes sense. And it keeps cutting back to like him joining the force and being like this wide-eyed, oh, I'm going to save the world. And then it cuts to him planting a gun on someone. And then it goes back. And it's very, very good. Uh, Stranger Things, I've got as number three. Mm. Moon Knight, I've got as number two. And finally, a return to form for Taskmaster at my number one. I still haven't watched any. This year... I've watched the first two of the last series. We've had a couple of buff series, but this series... Because I didn't know a lot of them. It's got mm. Dara O'Brien, obviously knew him. Sarah Millican, knew her. That's what I'm to say. They're both Fern, very funny. Fern Brady as well. Fern Brady I'd not heard of. She's very She's funny. Decent, yeah. John Kearns, I looked at him <laughs> and thought, he looks like a cunt. I don't think I'm going to like him. He is fucking hilarious. Yeah. He's so shit at the tasks. Yeah. He he is the one this season that's just like, and now let's look at John. <laughs> and then <laughs> Munya as well. It doesn't give anything away. I know you haven't seen that series, but the tasks they did with the toilet roll at Heathrow Airport, um, Gatwick Airport. Yeah. 
I'd be in fucking stitches. Honestly, I've not laughed so much as I have at this series. It's yeah, such Oscar a loves it. We love and, to watch it together. And then the next series, I don't know if you've seen Frankie Boyle's on the next series. Oh, really? oh I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that... <laughs> I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of bleeping. Yeah, I but, can imagine, yeah. But yeah, because... imagine what his prize is going to be that he's going to bring in. <laughs> a, a, an actual shit. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Taskmaster, I think it's just such an amazing concept. Yeah, it's brilliant. And it's obviously all dependent on the people. And I always... Most of the time they announce the lineups. I'm like, oh, I don't know. And it's the ones where I'm like, I don't know that... Mm-hmm. But the people that I've never heard of that are really good and sometimes the people that you really want yeah. they're like a bit shit but everyone on this I say John Kearns I've never heard of but yeah. he's so good, good too. In I've only watched two episodes of this series it's been good yeah no and even like the banter between Greg and Alex has been really good yeah. in this series you know, this series is made me not this series like this Taskmaster has made me like Greg David oh I've I, always liked Greg I didn't, you didn't like Greg David I didn't find his I, 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 the, 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 to me, there's two types of comedians, right? And again, like I said that, this is my own opinion. <laughs> Just disclaimer: right, if ever Steve right. talks, that his opinions are not. <laughs> so we're getting ready to cut this out. Where are we at? <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> it's nice things. Like, there's certain <laughs> comedians for me who I think are better at stuff like that than they are on stage. Jimmy Carr. So except he's a twat, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So Lee Mack, for example, right? Dreadful stand-up comedy. Yeah. But really good on eight out of ten cats. Yeah. But I lie to you. Greg David, terrible stand-up comedy, but fantastic. Oh, I really like his stand-up. Stand-up's the same. I used to be a teacher, what we get it. Yeah, but the stories he tells are fucking funny. But then I watch him on things like Graham Norton, he tells a story about how he wears one. Yeah, he's a great storyteller. But then when you see him on panel show, he's absolutely fantastic. And I get God rest all, Sean Locke. Oh, don't. I'm still not over that. I liked his comedy, but he was phenomenal on panel shows. Yeah, he's, he's really yeah. suited. Like, like, so, stuff like, so that's, that, that, again, there's that's, a vid- that's there's like a thing I've got saved on Facebook of Sean Locke and I watch it about mm. once a month and it, I can't remember what it's like, what are you most proud of, Sean? And he goes, all that money I embedded for the RNNI. <laughs> yeah, I'll that, yeah. <laughs> and literally, I think it's Claudia Winkleman and at one point she's going, stop talking! Stop talking! Yeah. It's Bob, so funny. Bob Mortimer's kind of another one because Bob Mortimer doesn't ever do stand-up. Yeah. No. Like, he's so funny. He was yeah. great on Tosser and I love yeah. Paul yeah. and... Bob go fishing. Yeah, and also I never watched when, that. Oh, it's really good. It's really yeah. relaxing. It's really. Good. I was yeah. going to say I don't hate Greg. Is it just Have you watched that, the cleaner? No, no. That possibly that's could just how I, list, that's just I, I think about it. But certain really comedians, but I just think there's that. I'll still laugh while I watch it. No, I definitely but agree. Still, there are there's people that work on a panel show. Yeah, yeah. there's better at panel shows than they are stand up comedy, and that just. I always think of people like Lee Mack, for example. I hate. Like, I don't Ryder. think I've ever seen Lee Mack yeah. do stand up. Yeah, his stand up's terrible. But Rob Brydon's another. Yeah, but you watch him on panel shows, you think you're actually really, really funny. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, again, sure, not great stand up comedy, but he's so much better on panel. It was better. So because I think because the thing is with stand up, you don't have that reaction. Mm-hmm. But there's there's comics mm-hmm. like you say that they're great at reacting. Like yeah. Lee Mack. Yeah. The I don't know if you watch the Christmas special, eight out of ten cats that was just on. No. he's so funny where people yeah. are, so, are just like ripping into them yeah. and like that banter and again like you said Jimmy Carr is good at that yeah. like the quick wits whereas yeah. obviously stand up is about crafting it and stuff he's like, like, like I can imagine Lee Mack going down like for a pint with him and having a good banter all night do you know what I mean but I probably mm. wouldn't buy tickets to go watch him do yeah. stand up comedy but again we just tell him that once you've been down the pipe with him so you come to the show then I've not bought tickets thanks for those drinks you bought <laughs> yeah, yeah don't fancy it but there's I, a new Rob Beckett one on Sky actually that's I, really funny I fucking hate Rob Beckett oh I hate Rob Beckett Romesh so is also I really love Romesh I love Romesh yeah Romesh is the man his stand up his stand up Again, but again, he's more. He's good he's, on panel shows as well. Have you seen series one of Taskmaster? Because that was one of his big breakthroughs. Was Taskmaster? Yeah. He was on the first series, yeah. and he's so good on that he's because he, you just don't, you didn't know what you were expecting from yeah. him. He's so fucking. Grumpy. I've always liked Rob. I like him on League of Their Own. 
I, I don't like, like League of Their Own. Well, I like it more now. But I like League of Their Own more now that James Corden's not on it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, potentially um, I'd watch it now. Yeah, but again, Romesh is one of those all-rounders. He's good mm. on panels. Yeah. He's good. His stand-up comedy is fantastic. Like, but yeah, sorry. Yeah, carry yeah. on. So. so yeah, Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Yeah, the series is really <laughs> good. A couple of honourable mentions. Ms. Marvel. I really liked Yeah, Ms. I did Marvel. like that. Yeah, yeah I liked it. Uh, Pistol, the... Um, uh, Sex Pistols docudrama. Oh, is that good? Yeah, I liked it. It is utter bobbins in terms of like what they're talking about. Because they filmed a lot <laughs> yeah. of that in Hemel, didn't they? Yeah. But it, it's it's like you watch it, if you know anything about any of it, you watch it and go, no, that's bollocks. All this is bollocks. See, I can't get, if I know it, I mm. can't get part of that, which is why I really don't like Bohemian Rhapsody. Because mm. a lot of it's like not but legit. But it's, 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 mm. watch, it's, it's, it's good. The guy who plays Johnny Rotten's perfect. Um, Peacemaker, I I think oh, I just did it need, nothing for me. Need to be yeah, about so. three episodes long. Yeah. The theme tune got boring. Oh, at the end of oh yeah, that yeah. long yeah. fucking. Yeah. Thing. It was good the first time. Yeah, you watched exactly, it. Yeah. I think we spoke how great yeah. it was. Yeah. Episode three, you're like, well, I'm, I'm just, done with this. Yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's just the whole series. Though. It's just mm. yeah. Uh, Book of Boba Fett. Not watched that yet either. It's it's the three best episodes in it. I, I, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, I've watched Book of Boba Fett. The three best episodes in it are not related to the plot that's mm. going on um, and then finally it's a bit out there this one because it's, it's a D&D live stream Critical Role Fuck uh, no. Calamity Nerd <laughs> now he hasn't got The Expanse he has to bang on about D&D Critical Role oh, Calamity he, he mentioned The Expanse before he did yeah. fucking hell well it hasn't, hasn't happened this year and I'm quite sad about it so you know I'm, not, I'm trying not to think about it um, essentially it's D&D live stream where they, they are all playing characters that know that the world is going to end basically and it's or something bad's going to happen at the end of it, and it's about how they and them as like high standing citizens in this floating city are going to deal with the fact that the city's going to crash, and the whole thing is it's about twelve hours long, and it's incredibly stressful, but there's moments like and then a god appears. So what are you going to do? I'm going to punch him. He's going to rip your head off. I'm like okay, well I'm going to. Does he have to roll for that? He rips your head off. <laughs> it's just and it's stuff like that, and the ending. Everyone there is crying because it's just this emotional roller coaster. But something happens right at the end that is it's just brilliant. It's so well put together. You could watch just watch the last episode and, and, and gather what's going on with it. Absolutely loved it. But it doesn't really count as a TV series. I just wanted to give it a mention because it was, in terms of storytelling, Delete it's it. up there. Delete it from the record. It's not a TV series. <laughs> but yeah, it's TV. A lot of good stuff. It's bobbins as well, by the way. I could have yeah. done the moan list, to be fair. <laughs> this is where I feel like we live very different lives. Yeah. Because like the main highlight of my year this year is watching New Amsterdam. <laughs> I mean, it's just a medical drama on Sky Atlantic. That's as fun as my TV series. Get outside of what you guys have mentioned. Oh, I watched Ted Lasso this year. Oh, yeah. Right at the start of the year. Well, series three is still meant to be out next year, or is yeah, that just so, yeah. indefinitely de- delayed now? A couple of bobbins things. Uh, Resident Evil TV series was rubbish. It was, but I kind of liked it for yeah, see, how shit it was. I also kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. But, like, it was rubbish. Oh, yeah, it was awful. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that's about it. Ready for films? Terry's probably got a backup list of 30 TV series as well. No, no, I'm same with you. Though. Although, you can put some series on Letterbox, so mm. that does help. Mm. Um, so, with, with films, should we just go 10, 10, 10, 9, 9, 9, 8, 8, 8, 7, yeah. 7, 7, yeah. Steve, do you want to go first? Yeah, might as well get out of the way. 
Yeah, because I, I really do just want to get this film sort of yeah, I mean, out of the way. It's really, Seriously, you know, is it more been tight? No. no. <laughs> when I, I was disapp- it, to me, when I saw your list, yeah, I was like, you've got it, that in your top ten. It's you a need very, to have watched more films this honestly, year. Honestly, I think when I, I, when I did the list, I think to myself, I, this is why I noticed I hadn't watched as many films this year. And had you advised me a year ago, like, your film these, this would have probably been my number one. Oh yeah, one. this is probably up there as my most disappointing film yeah, of this year. So my number 10, <laughs> totally disappointing, is Thor Love and Thunder. And <laughs> again, this is going to show you just how lack of films I've yeah, watched this yeah. year. Because... It's fine though. It, it, it's, 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 it's not, I could it's, 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 I mean, it's not, the worst, second, it's not the worst Thor film, in I, my opinion. I, I would rather watch Dark World no, than watch so Love yeah, and Thunder. And Thor's my favourite Avenger anyway. Yeah, Thor's my favourite Avenger. And like... Going into this film, I was so excited for this film, being myself. And I think you, should, well, I remember when we had three of us when I saw it, yeah. but you said to us, What did you think? You took the words right out of my mouth, and when you said it was too silly. I, yeah. see, I didn't even mind the silliness. I just think if you're going to be silly, that's fine. Mm. Thor Ragnarok's really silly, yeah. but it's but all, there's a plot and it works. It's held together, it's not yeah. just a number of scenes that are just loosely put mm. together that yeah. don't really flow mm. into each other. Ragnarok is there's there's actual like you never get the feeling there's any stakes in this and there yeah. are genuine stakes. Yeah, yeah. Jane is fucking dying in this film. Yeah. All the children have been yeah. kidnapped. All and the Thor jokes about kidnapped. it. Yeah. yeah, when Christian Bale is absolutely oh fantastic. yeah, highlight of the film, but no question. Like again, I'm not going to sit and say to you it's a dreadful film. Mm. I don't think it's a dreadful film. Mm. To me, it's a good film at best. That's as much like. I'm not going to say it's great, it was good. I was very, very disappointed coming out of it. Mm. I feel you know, like where we were talking about James Gunn earlier, I feel yeah. like Taika Waititi's, this is yeah. Taika Waititi like, eating himself. That's what yeah. I thought. You know, there's things we thought, all oh, people like the whole humour that Thor had. Let's make a whole film based on that. It just mm. doesn't work. But then Jojo Rabbit did so well. So jo- to watch it. I love oh, that. Stay, that is a great film. Well, it's fucking heartbreaking. But that's but that's that's the point though, isn't it? It's, it's, there's a story. There's again. a story to it. It's got these funny bits, in, and the silly bits are really fucking silly. I'm just going to say his outfit. That's yeah. all I need to say in that. Um, but also, it's held together by the central thread of there is a genuine threat throughout the yeah. whole film, and you feel it throughout yeah. the whole film. You don't feel that in this film, even though. I mean, we can spoil this, right? We've all seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We said we're going to spoil things. She fucking dies at the end of it, mm-hmm. like, yeah. and it, it's. It's one of those that, like, I should have felt more about that yeah. than I did at the end of that film. Yeah. No, it's very... I was so cold to it. Say, I would happily watch, like, a four-hour mm. cut that was just gore. Yeah. Like, yeah. N- nipping down the shops, yeah. doing bits and pieces. But, yeah, I just felt... Say, Tiger Woods, he ate himself yeah. on this film. I've still watched it about ten times this year. I'm I've watched it twice. Just in because, a while and once with... Like, I just think to myself, I still kind of want to... Again, I, I do like it. It's not like I hate the film. Even this, because like, the b- bit I've always gone on about is like where he's joking about the children being missing, mm-hmm. and like that's not what a hero would do. Mm-hmm. Even the stuff with the guardians at the beginning, where he like does the fucking Jean Claude Van Damme mm-hmm. split. It's just. Oh. I said I don't. I don't even mind that. My, my concern is that the next Thor film is going to be super serious. Yeah. Oh yeah, they'll have that's to. The, 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 but yeah, I don't yeah. want. And that. he'll I, die. No. They no. need to go back to they need to rating go back to the Ragnarok level of humour. They need to get an actual story mm-hmm. and then do what's best for the story. That's yeah. this film just does so not I went into have... this film expecting this to be his last appearance. Mm. To come out to find out that he signed on to do like Because most of the major characters have only done three each, so Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. But I mean again, I still like I said it's Marvel, I'm gonna enjoy it and I still mm. enjoy I mean I still 
enjoy the film. You know, I, would I put this on my top to have seen films? Absolutely not. Mm. I kind of had no choice. It's, it's there by default. See, I'd be interested to see as we go through our top 10s if you go, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, you this is, honestly, you probably will. <laughs> this is, um, fills me with confidence in your top 10 because I genuinely, when you were talking about how bad like your number 10 was, I was, I was genuinely think you put the ears going to be Morbius. It's going to be Morbius. Honestly, <laughs> that, that film would only list that film makers films I wish would never be made and I'd love to smack fucking everyone who was in it. Jared Leto. Oh. His kombucha. But Sony sent it to the cinema twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jared Leto's hard kombucha. That's all I, I, I remember from uh, Glass Onion now. But yeah. Sent it to cinema twice. My favourite was the petition. We were all busy that day. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> But I would like to apologise for the thought of my top ten. Nah, no, I don't apologise you know, at all. That's it isn't a film that, again... I'd Some people really like that film. Yeah, I'm not saying, again, I do like it, it's good, but, you know, it's mm. not going to really... Terry's through really disappointing to me. Yeah. No, Terry, let's hear your top ten. Your number you ten want my well. number ten next? Yeah. So my number ten is Prey. Oh, I didn't see that. Fuck, I really that's what I meant to watch that. today. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, have you have you seen it? Now? No, I was going to watch it today. I really, really want to see yeah. it. So I mean, you really want to see it? It's been on fucking Disney Plus for oh. six months. You yeah, really want to see it? <laughs> like, I've had a busy few months, so yeah. Um, but no, it's again, it's not the greatest film ever, hence it's not high. But for me, it was just it brought Predator back into yeah. like not the real world, but it brought made Predator like, relevant again mm. because the last couple of Predator films have been fuck. Well, all of them bar the mm. first one. Aren't yeah, very the last good. One that came out was absolutely dreadful. Which was so it? upsetting because it was Shane Black and I yeah. love Shane Black. But this, I mean, it's done like the, I mean, woke's the wrong word. But obviously, it's got a female protagonist. The fact they've taken it back to like Native Americans, so it's like it's very low tech. And the predator, as a result, is low tech because I, mm. like, the whole thing they're going through is like the predators have evolved as well throughout this time. But it's just, I mean, there's a lot of subtitles as well, which I like as well. They haven't like. Just oh yeah, they speak perfect American or whatever. There is there's bits where there's just the Native Americans talking. There's bits where you've got the Americans that are there, or they're not obviously not Americans. They're the French and whatever. But yeah, it's just really good. It's quite low tech. Some of the effects are a bit iffy because it was made very cheaply. But it just obviously there's clamour now for like oh do one that's set like in ancient Japan with samurais and stuff Doing like it that. Like the Assassin's Creed films. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, game, sorry, but yeah. it just opened it up to like if you just boil a film mm. back to what made the original good without thinking oh we need to make it bigger we yeah. need to make it better we need to add more need just to send these and furious people into space exactly yeah. Yeah. just having one predator fighting some people yeah. that are hopelessly and inadequately prepared to do that battle and it's great and like she's literally using like bow and arrow and sticks with a, tied to a rope at one point it's just so low key but it's just really really just enjoyable and it's not even that long but it's just yeah I just really enjoyed it. Yeah, I will watch that. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I, Disney I, Plus. I, I, I've, heard, I've heard good things about mm. it. Go on then, Dan. <laughs> it's a silly one. Uh, Jackass forever. <laughs> I've so, not watched yeah, it. I fucking love Jackass films and the TV series. Um, there's something about those particular people that I enjoy just being real idiots. They've got a stupid sense of humour that I just really, really appreciate. They're just awful to each other. Mm. Um, and I'm quite happy to sit there and watch them be awful to each other and a bunch of new people. <laughs> that I was going to be like, oh, here's the new people. I'm going to hate them all. Loved them all. I really, really like Jackass Forever because it just seems to almost continue where the other ones left off. 
with a bunch of new people in there. And there's some... Took some, you back to your younger days. 100%. There's, this, this is nostalgia. Um, <laughs> there's some cameos in this from, like, very famous people, and they treat them like shit. Like, <laughs> they just do things to them. You're like, you cannot do that to that person. What are you doing? It, uh, it's, it's, it's dumb. There's Jackass 4.5 now on Netflix as well. It's, it's, it's all worth a watch. I, I immediately, after watching that, immediately watched 4.5 because I wanted to see more of it. And it's one of those ones that I could put a jackass box set on and sit there for like a day and I will enjoy myself the entire day of watching these idiots do stupid things to each other. I absolutely love jackass forever. And it's, it's, it's ridiculously dumb. I like to consider myself to have a reasonably varied taste in movies and this definitely is the lower end of that, I think. So yeah, go watch jackass forever. It's on Sky, I believe. It is, yeah. I don't, I don't think I've watched a Jackass film since probably the first or second one. They're all great. <laughs> They're all great. Yeah. Well, I used to like Jackass as a kid. I was never yeah. into the series, and obviously there was the the English or the Dirty, Dirty Sanchez. Sanchez. That, yeah, I had its charms, but not. Yeah. It wasn't quite the same. Yeah, there's a more like I don't know. I, One of them chops their finger off yeah. and blends it and eats it, and it's like yeah. that's weird. That's not. Didn't Steve-O funny. puke up into a frying pan, fry it up and eat? Oh yeah, the, vomlet. the sick vomit. Yeah, vomlet, yeah. yeah. Vomlet, yeah. There's, there's, yeah, there's still more poo in this one as well. I always yeah. found when I watched Jackass when I was younger, it, again, I may have made this up, correct me if I'm wrong, mm. but Johnny Knoxville didn't do many stuff. The ones he did do were fucking horrendous. He, he has got to have a colostomy bag now. Oh, after, really? You remember that one where he gets shot with the, the shotgun? Mm-hmm. As a result now, yeah, it just... So what with the shotgun? So like one of those like beanbag shotguns. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, as a result now, like he has a colostomy bag. So I was thinking that you didn't see him, he's mm. like... But hi, I'm Steve. I'm gonna have my bum hole pierced together. Yeah, do you remember that one? And then hi, my name's John Knoxville. I'm gonna get thrown off a 20 foot building onto concrete. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I always remember that when I was young. He didn't do many pranks and stunts. The ones he did do yeah. were like the painful ones or the big ones. Like, yeah, I just love how silly it is. Like, there's the one where the the Portaloo bungee rope one, right? This is ages ago, mm. and like Steve-O's like I don't want to do this and one of them just shut, shut up and enjoy your shit <laughs> and just for some reason that's just stuck with me forever um, Chris Pontius is my favourite I think Party Boy is one of my favourite oh, characters yeah. in anything it's just so dumb the music's so perfect like everything he's wearing is just so cringy and I love it is it's, Steve-O in the new one? yeah Steve-O's in the new it's one it's Bad yeah. in it? no they, they kicked him they, out they, he's kind of, they kind of cut ties he, after Ryan Dunn he kind of went a little bit off the rails he's, well he's, he's uh, had drug addiction problems yeah and, but so is Steve-O but Steve-O got himself clean and Steve-O looks better now he looks he's, really well doesn't he? yeah he's, had his teeth done and everything yeah. Yeah. he's grown his hair out and everything he's still got his long yeah no, he's, yeah, no he's still got his tattoo of him yeah. like with the thumbs up yeah. on his back as well though He's but, like, well, yeah, Johnny Knoxville's all grey now, isn't yeah. he? He's like Ted Danson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but it's yeah. still got it's still got everyone apart from obviously Ryan Dunn. Yeah, um, R.I.P. Yeah, mm. and uh, no Bam Margera because like he he, were, he had drug problems on set apparently. From what I understand, does that mean like he's like his mum and dad weren't in it? Yeah, yeah. So no Phil and April yeah. either because he's got Uncle Vito, hasn't he? Yeah, we got a friend. I got a friend called Ryan who he called Vito because. He'd, be, he'd go from like 0 to 100 angle like that. He, so we used to call him Vito after he him. Turned, he turned out to be a horrible, horrible person. Oh, yeah, so he did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, whoops, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> That's right. Like, <laughs> I just remembered, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Yeah, so number 10, Jackass Forever. All right, number 9, Steve. I don't even know what this film is. Look, this is in there just because I fucking love him. It's the film Dog. Oh, Channel yeah. Channel Tatum. Like, oh, yeah, like, I know. Really. It genuinely is actually a really I good film. It's good. And like... 
I, I, I mean, everyone knows me how much I absolutely love dogs. Like, it's like my favourite animal ever. Well, actually, second behind a gorilla. But like, it's Similar. just, it's, I mean, it's, it's a very, you know, within 10 minutes of watching the film, I predicted the ending. It's one of those films where you knew what was coming. Basically, the film is just about a guy. So, did Channing Tatum become Gambit? <laughs> Unfortunately, not. No, he no. fucks the dog. Fucks the dog. It's actually a sequel to Twenty Two Jump Street. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, yeah, so but he goes um, back to um, deliver his old army um, or Marines dog mm. to the funeral, and how he builds a relationship. This dog hates everyone. Like he's very much trained to be by the side of the old, the Marine who died, um, and he doesn't. Again, he literally just. Box, everyone tries to attack them. And it's almost how Chow and Tate, they build that bond. Um, well, it's a very, very predictable storyline. Uh, you guys ever you guys planning on seeing it? No. Or? No. I'm, I'm pretty sure I can guess what's going to happen. Yeah. There's no sort of things where he takes them to the funeral, they build the bond, he then drops them off at the army base, he drives away. And on those sort of films, then you, you, you probably think to yourself, oh, maybe I didn't like guess the plot of it. And the next day, you know, he just reverses back, grabs the dog, and just fucks off into that. And it's one of those sort of things where, like, oh, did the dog not die? No, no, the dog doesn't die. No, no, the dog doesn't die. But like, Marley and me all over again. <laughs> yeah, it was like one of those it. sort of things where, like, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, when he, when he drove away, I was thinking to myself, "You bastard! You've actually..." But they they left it hanging so long. You genuinely thought, "Okay, maybe I didn't predict the end of the film." And then he goes back and picks a dog up. It's one of those sort of they get those sort of moments. Where you kind of go. <laughs> like, like, my eyes up. I was like, oh no, like, it's, and it's just, it's really funny because like, they fall out along the way, mm. and like, and it's just the dog really is a nasty dog at the start, and it doesn't feel like the film's only on for like an hour and a half, hour for, but it didn't feel like he went from being a bad dog to a good dog like that. It did feel quite gradual, um, and yeah, it's just it's actually a really good film. The soundtrack's actually quite good as well, um, and Challen Tatum actually does quite good acting in it. I like Channing Tatum. Yeah, I, I think all right, Gambit. <laughs> yeah. I, I maintain he'd have been quite good as Gambit, not as good as someone else. I mean, there's in a surely film there's <laughs> surely there's like a ninety five percent chance that he's going to rock up in Deadpool three as Gambit. Uh, possibly, but he's not my Gambit anymore. I, I know who I want as Gambit now, and I'm sticking to my guns for this. Who's that? He's in a film that's on this list. That's all I'll say. Okay. Oh yeah, no, I, we've had this yeah. conversation. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, so dog, if you have a chance to see it, it's definitely worth watching it's again it's not going to win any awards or anything like that you know what I mean but it's just generally just the name of the film yeah draw me to watch it anyway and it is yeah it's actually a really really nice film it's um, the um, new university you've got Nicolas Cage and Pig yeah. <laughs> Channing Tatum and Dog <laughs> there's a cow as well isn't there yeah. yeah there's another one called Piggy as well that was a horror film but yeah that was my number nine nice uh, so my number nine does feature in both of your lists higher up yeah. Than how I've got it, and I f- I don't know if maybe if I, when I rewatch this I might reevaluate it and it would move up, but for me number nine is nope. No. So really liked it, thought it was excellent, loved how different it was to the other ones and how it was sort of labelled as one thing and came out as a different thing, but there was just a few bits in it for me that at the end I found a little bit, yeah. But on the whole, I just thought, I mean, it's fucking funny. Yeah. What was going to happen when someone goes 65 miles an hour on an electric bike into an electric magnetic bike? It's just fucking catapult. But no, I just thought it was so well done, so creepy. And genuinely, obviously, it's called Nope, but the use of the word Nope is just, Nope! Yeah. I loved that the scariest thing about it isn't 
the alien. Yeah, it's the yeah. flashbacks to Gordy. Yeah. The whole fucking Gordy stuff yeah. is just fucking unreal. That, yeah, it was yeah. fucked up, wasn't it? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. it starts with a Gordy bit, doesn't yeah, it? And you're just yeah. like, what the fuck is going on? And as it goes on and on, but yeah, obviously, I mean, there's quite a few people I know that like hated it. They were expecting like a get out type thing mm. and that like, they didn't understand it. Like it's all about like, because funnily enough, I think it was Logan Paul came out and said, oh, it's a shit film. What's yeah. going on? Like, mate, it's about you. Yes. It's about people just desperate to be famous and putting their safety at one side, being in a sitcom with a fucking ape that's going to kill mm. people feeding horses to a fucking yeah. UFO. Yeah, whilst he's standing there beating the shit out of someone in terms of just, just to get more views, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just, yeah, but yeah, the whole Gordy stuff, that was fucking, yeah. It was, I, just, it was just weird, wasn't it? Like, it? They didn't hold back on what they're, like, you didn't see when you saw him like pummeling the fuck out of people. Yeah. You didn't necessarily see it. Mm. They've put a lot of emphasis on it to make you. It's just when he's, it's well, when yeah. he's sat there looking at him covered in blood, and he's yeah. like holding, and you're like, "Oh God, he's going." For, you know, he's not going for him because yeah. we've seen him in yeah. the future. What's going to happen? I, don't, I didn't expect the gunshot, obviously. Yeah, but like but the noises were sickening yeah. as well. Yeah, that, that was the main. Especially thing. Especially with yeah. the, the, when he attacked the guy. Yeah, when he ran through the set, and you, again you couldn't see much, but yeah. the door swung open yeah. a little bit. But again, you just felt it. And you're like, mm. "Oh, that's a bit like." Yeah, no, it was very, yeah. very well done. That was great. Yeah, and even like the whole thing of like, I, mean, I think we saw it together, didn't we? Yeah. Like coming, you weren't, you know, you just said you didn't see it. Like so many like connections to Jaws as well. Mm, yeah. Like very, even down to like the rope coming out of it. So you knew where it was coming because you yeah. could see it coming to where Jaws has the big yeah. air bubble thing on the back. It was just, yeah, I really liked it. it Say so it, towards the end when it goes like full fucking 2001 slash the third mm. in, uh, close encounters of the third kind was lost me a little bit and mm. I spoiler alert I would have loved her not to have got the picture at the end yeah. for me it ruined it a little bit that she got a picture of it yeah and obviously the fact that they use this giant fucking balloon to kill it as well was just yeah, hilarious yeah, yeah 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 but no I thought it was a great film yeah, and just to say just very realistic in what it would be yeah. I feel like yeah. that is what would happen yeah it was also it was like, some of it was quite simple as well you know he didn't feel the need to have to over-egg. You knew what was going on without having to see too much. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't too like, big. At the end, when it came out more and revealed its true form. Like, yeah. it, Some of the misdirects were great as well, like the uh, people that work at the ranch dressed up as the aliens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, was yeah that was... Well, yeah. well, I was like, what's going on here? Yeah. Even the bit when he... They, you see, when they... It's almost they a piss-taker. Like, yeah. yeah. Almost yeah. a piss-taker signs as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And then, obviously, I think you told me as well, like, yeah. the aliens look like the film cameras. Yeah. Okay. From Gore, yeah. from the set of Gordy, yeah. the faces that he creates of the aliens, it looks like the camera, mm. like the film on the okay, cameras. Yeah. Yeah. That's obviously again eating into the fact that he was fucking petrified and traumatized yeah. as a child. Yeah, yeah, he would but, be though. I don't know shit myself. I saw that now. Yeah, oh yeah. I was sitting there now. At one point, I did think to myself, "Oh, maybe he's not going to know he's under the table." Mm. So at one point, I don't think he did. And then when he saw him walk towards us, I was like, he's had, "I knew nothing was going to happen to him." But then you said to myself. Has, I did. He has to look because yeah. he has to emphasise that this monkey's not doesn't think realise it's doing anything wrong. Yeah. yeah, like the whole point is it doesn't like it doesn't do anything abnormal. Mm. It just thinks it's doing what it's supposed yeah. to do. And obviously, at the end is where you see the girl that you attacked, and where she's literally got like yeah. no fucking face yeah. left, yeah. where he's just like ripped it off. Yeah, yeah. But no, great film. Mm. But yeah, like I knew something was coming, but then I didn't expect it to be the gunshot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. 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 My number nine. You're yeah. number nine, Daniel. Banshees of Inisherin. I very much enjoyed. This. I loved this film. I uh, and, and speaking of 
if, if you're wondering who it is that I want to play Gambit, I'm obviously talking about Brendan Gleeson. <laughs> um, so it's um, uh, just, but yeah. So. So simple. Yeah. It's about bored people is basically the long and short of it. I mean, it, it could be an offshoot of Father Ted, really. It, it really could. It is about people that have nothing going on in their lives and are beginning to go a bit crazy because of it. Um, and the things that kind of people get away with and are willing to look the other way for in a village where everyone has to n- understand what's going on with people's lives. And no one has any ambition, and the only I- a way of certain uh, finding ambition is by doing pretty extreme things. Um, it's really good. Really, really good. I, I, it's hard to explain what actually happens in it without giving away too much of the plot. I mean, it's in the trailer, isn't it? The basic premise of their best friend, and then he just turns around and says, I don't want to be your friend anymore. Yeah. And Colin Farrell's character thinks it's a joke, doesn't want to accept it, and it just fucking escalates. Yeah, and it's basically Brendan Gleeson realising he's got a certain amount of time left, and he's wasting it talking about... Donkey, donkey shit donkey, for two hours. Donkey shit, yeah. <laughs> but that shows how much you pay attention. It was my pony, not my donkey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's incredibly well acted uh, from everyone in yes. this film. Like that's that's the other thing as well. It's not just the main two. Like the sister's brilliant as well. Yeah, Barry Keegan as well. He's one of his best roles, I think. Mm. Um, and the publican, the guy who owns yeah. the bar, is from Father Ted. It's... He's the one who wears the I shot Jr. T-shirt. Oh my God, Ted! <laughs> yes, 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 I did not know that. <laughs> Oh, that makes so much sense. Um, I love the woman that runs the post office. Oh, yeah. You got any news? <laughs> this one's got no news. Have you got news? <laughs> oh, it's just, yeah, it's fe- it's so subtle, so yeah. low-key, but it is just enjoyable. Yeah. yeah I've heard, I haven't seen it, I've heard of Disney it. Disney Plus. Mm. It's on Disney Plus as well. Yeah. I really don't utilise Disney Plus very well, do I? No, you don't. Because um, it's by Martin McDonough, as he did three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. And in Bruges. Yeah, no, bro, that's good. Yeah, because it's like a full reunion, isn't it? Because yeah. apparently he's been working on the script for this for like ten years or something. And Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson both signed up to it without a script, just with mm. a general. This is what I want to make. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's so good. Sense. Cool. Oh, so yeah, it, it, it's really, really good. Uh, well worth a watch, and say it's on Disney Plus. So, you know. Stephen, number eight, one that I <laughs> you want to talk about? Doctor Strange. Oh. I actually really enjoyed it. I'm, I think they could have it's done. It's higher up on my I think, list. I feel like they could have done more with the mm. multiverse, in my opinion. Mm. A lot more. Um, however, I did. I think again, quite polar opposite to. I went into with a lot of expectation. I didn't go in. I went into this with anticipation, but not as much as with Thor. So because of that, I feel like I was able to enjoy it a lot more. I've enjoyed um, it more each time. Oh, I've absolutely. Watched yeah, it. yeah. I've watched it more and more. Yeah. Like, I think. Elizabeth Olsen's absolutely fantastic in that film. Mm-hmm. Um, she really does. You know, like I remember we were said before, it's the first horror film. But she, with her scenes, you felt the suspense, the tension, you know, the bit. The running through the tunnel. Running through the tunnel bit. She felt Olsen. unstoppable, which is what she yeah. meant to yeah. Feel, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. I think the way they portrayed her, I think, in my opinion, again, not for use of my own. Um, <laughs> we need to get a t shirt. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, everything that she's been in so far, I think this oh, is. Excuse me. <laughs> I think take, take away WandaVision I think this is the best thing that she's done in the MC, MCU it's the first time she's actually had something yeah. to do really, yeah. isn't it it kind of keys back to do you remember the first time you see Scarlet Witch in Age of Ultron mm. and she's genuinely a bit creepy Yeah, they, they really play into that in this yeah. so that's great I loved um, I loved all the horror elements of mm-hmm. it I think this, 
that some of the just the design of it is so fucking cool. Obviously, Dead Strange with like the the souls. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fucking unreal. It's fucking yeah. phenomenal. Looks incredible. Script is dog shit. <laughs> Script is fucking awful. It is fucking awful. Like it's I what sat there watching it, cringing over some of some of what was coming out of his fucking mouth. But yeah. I kind of feel like that fits with him though because he is very but, emotionless but I take your point. Yeah, no, but even for that it just doesn't really fit. It's a lot of looking at um, America and heavy breathing and he does do that this. quite a lot. Yeah, and it's like oh god, it just, it just it, that really pulled me out. I hated the score as well, the, the heavy metal score. I really didn't think it fit. Um, I think it could have been done better. But at the same time, there was enough of a film that I really enjoyed there as well. So, but yeah, sorry. So, is not on your list, then, is it? Didn't make my list. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you just ripped it apart, mate. You know no, I did. I, I just, <laughs> the, every time I was getting into it, something happened that pulled me back out of mm, it, yeah. and that was my issue with it. And I get it. Excluding all the bits with the Illuminati, which I, I like anyway, yeah. I'm a fan of. So, yeah, yeah. I think I said it was a good film. I think mm. it's very. I had the suspense, I had the tension. You know, I don't tend to look into films that much in terms of, I mean, you're right, if I listen to it, like the script or, you know, the, the, the script, I do, this one, I didn't really pick up on that. But again, you probably looked into it in more detail than I did. But I just genuinely enjoyed the film. Hmm. Like I said, like, tell you, I've, I mean, I've, I've got Jack Asper from my list. It's not like yeah. I'm hard oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, he's one of those sort of films where, like yeah. I said, I happily sit and would watch it, you know, mm. you know, every couple of months, you know, and I think it's, in my opinion, it's better than the first one. I wasn't really a big fan of the first Doctor Strange film. So, yeah, yeah. I still like it, obviously, but I just think this one was... I think his best outing is probably in Spider-Man. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely, yeah. And I'm not going to lie, in the trailer, I thought American Chavez was Miss Marvel. I'm not even going to lie. Without <laughs> the risk of sounding absolutely dumb, I genuinely thought at first, thought, oh, that's Miss Marvel. And I realised fairly soon that it wasn't. But, you know... I, I, I think they did American Chavez really well. Yeah, as well. yeah. It makes you like... Wish them Pokemon was real, but they're traveling through the different. Mm. Yeah. You know that, that was really really good, and I liked the whole Illuminati thing. Everyone finally got to see Reed Richards, which obviously you know it's been a running joke with us. With you know. <laughs> John Krasinski was obviously a really good choice. Yeah, um, and I think again, I don't know what they, I know they've announced the Fantastic Four film. I know at one point John Krasinski was linked to it. I don't know if he still is, but I would like to see him in the film. But again, I don't know what they're going to do with it. Outside, who's who's the fella from Strange New Worlds, the Star Trek series? Anson Mount. Yeah, outside bet for for Reed Richards, I reckon. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, no, I like I did like it. Don't get me wrong. Mm. Um, and I, th- so I think the best thing about it is Scarlet Witch. I think yeah. She's really good as a villain. Yeah. Um, it, 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 every now and then it just pulled me out. Like, and I loved America Chavez. I loved the way they they portrayed her powers. Yeah, um, and I, yeah, some of the multiverse stuff was fun as well. Mm. I thought, thought it was good. Also, I wish they could start a bit more. Yeah, I think yeah. they oh, could absolutely. have pushed it further. But I yeah. feel the same with No Way Home. Yeah. I think you could have thrown a rogue Spider-Man into that. Yeah, you've said that a few times. Yeah, because like, obviously, yeah. DiCaprio was rumored for it in the early nineties when it was James Cameron. You could have thrown that, and you could have thrown some random villains in that we've never I seen. Just, have you seen what we did in the Shadows TV, uh, film? Or TV, yes. TV series. I've yeah. seen the film, not the series. Okay, well, there's something that happens in that that, mm. that kind of says something you could do with this that that kind of fits. But it's it, yeah, it just feels like at times it was a little bit rushed as well because they obviously trying to get to these big set pieces. But it was nice to see a Patrick Stewart 
as yeah. Professor yeah. Xavier again. Yeah. Did you? We, we went and saw it together, <clears throat> didn't we? Did you see those people behind us mention the wheelchair and walk out? Do you remember that? No. What? Do you remember that when we were in there? The people behind us were like, that's a ridiculous wheelchair. They got up and walked out. <laughs> They left because of the wheelchair. Yeah. Because he had the 90s uh, yeah, wheelchair. Yeah, because like, it looked like a, yeah. I don't know, he, he kind a, of rolled in like a five-year-old his little electrical car. Like, who gives a shit? Like, you judge it. This is what people have been after <laughs> for ages, yeah. yeah I'm fairly sure you mentioned, I mentioned it. I don't know if you guys picked up. They literally went, that wheelchair's ridiculous. And they got up and walked out. I like the fact that it made some of the, like, the what-if stuff canon as well. Mm, yeah. yeah. That, was that was really good, yeah. yeah. Very, very good. Terry. Uh, so one that neither of you have seen uh, the black phone oh, again I feel like this might go up on my estimation watching it again I've mm. only seen it the once at the cinema mm. um, but the biggest thing I loved about this was I saw a lot of trailers for it even though I tried not mm. to but I see a lot of horror films so I see a lot of horror trailers and it's the trailers don't give it away because mm. there's a lot in the trailer and you're like you go into it thinking oh it's going to be this this and this but actually it was very different because it's directed by Scott Derrickson bit of a segue obviously who directed Doctor Strange 1 mm-hmm. this is actually what he made instead of Doctor Strange 2 when he I don't know if he fell out with Marvel but they had a difference of opinion of where they wanted to go but he's actually he does a lot of horror films well, I mean I think he's done all horror films other than Doctor Strange he's an incredibly religious man and that's where it all comes out he genuinely believes in God oh. and the devil and angels he's made like Deliver Us From Evil yeah um, why can't I think of anything else he's made um, he, he made uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still with Keanu Reeves as well. Um, got to work with God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just, it's very well done. I don't want to say too much, but essentially you've got Ethan Hawke again. He's been in so much recently, knocking it out of the park. He's, I think he's called The Grabber, but he's essentially the serial killer who kidnaps this child. Mm. He's locked in a basement with a phone that is not connected, but he is contacted by the previous victims who are all trying to help him to survive mm. but it's not like they're trying to help him it's it's quite weird in the way that they work and his sister's almost got like a bit of a shin mm. and she can sense stuff and it's like she's trying to do like her own thing the police mm. are doing their own thing but it's just it's very different it take went in places I didn't expect it did things I didn't expect and it's just yeah just a really good not overly scary like it's not a horror film per se it's got some jumps in it but it's more a serial killer film I would say than an out and out like yeah. horror film I've heard nothing but good things yeah. about it yeah I really I really really want to see it yeah. excellent yeah no, I'm, 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 yeah I'll give it a watch I really wanted to watch it before before because I had a feeling it would probably make my top mm. 10 so. no yeah Scott Derrickson hasn't made a bad film in my opinion he's made mm. one of the his first film was one of the many Hellraiser sequels which is probably his worst film mm. but yeah no Deliver Us From Evil was very fucking good as well well, my number eight, we've already talked about. So it's nope. Nope. We don't really need to talk about it. I really, really liked it. Um, some of the, pe- the problems people had with it, I don't necessarily have, but I do kind of agree that I wish she hadn't got the shot at the end. Yeah. That's, that's, my, that's my big gripe with it. But um, I think in terms of like sound design and, and like the way scenes have been put oh, together. I heard talk about the, the sound the thing makes. Mm. But, but it's like the people trapped in it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's fucking unreal, that noise. Yeah, and and then obviously the sound on, on the set, the Gordy set as well, which is just, as I say, absolutely sickening. It's done really, really well and really pulls you into, like you're under that table with, with the kid as well. So, yeah, I liked it. I liked Nope. It was yeah. good. Well, I'm it's on my list as well, so we'll yeah. skip when we get to it. Yeah. Jordan Peele has got the most weirdest man imagination, hasn't he? Yeah. He's also one of the funniest guys on the planet. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like watching his like sketch show. Key and Peele. Yeah. Key and Peele are incredible. Oh, I've watched so much stuff of theirs. And I think to myself, 
he's gone from that to being an, an Oscar winning director yeah. you know and I think to myself Oscar winning writer didn't yeah. win for directing um, yeah, well I mean, you know I mean just just because I know we'll get letters <laughs> sorry yeah. you know <laughs> what I mean me. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but yeah like, I just think to myself he's done really really well for himself considering where he was and where he is now and I think but when you look at the us get mm. out and nope, nope they're just three of the most strangest films. I Strangely enough, I watched Get Out the other day. It's yeah. so fucking yeah. good. Yeah. When yeah. I first watched it, I had no idea what to expect. Mm. And I watched it, I was for myself, that's actually incredible. Like, yeah. I, I still think it's my favourite out of the but three. I just think watching it again, when you know, mm. yeah. it's just so obvious. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly, what's yeah. going on, it's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, Get Out yeah, Out's still my favourite out of the three. Mm. Um, yeah, I would say so, mm. yeah. Really liked ours as well. Yeah, us is really good. I've only ever watched that once. Like, I think I bought the it. Peter Nyong'o is so good in us. Should have won an award for that. Like, yeah, yeah. Should office. have at least been nominated for a fucking award yeah. for that. Mm. We'll get into more of that fucking later, I'd imagine. <laughs> so, but yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Terry, yeah. eight. No, I've done my eight. Seven. 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 You're, you're seven, Steve. You're seven. Oh, you're seven. Yeah. I thought, yeah. Yeah. For some reason I, we, I thought yours was Nope, but then yeah. yeah. So, yeah, about so my Nope, yeah. Nope's number five on my list. Oh, spoilers. Um, Fucking hell. <laughs> we, we, we can just skip that. Yeah, so seven. my number seven is Halloween Ends. Oh. So I finally watched it this week. Um, I mean, you haven't seen it, have you? So no, but week. you can spoil it, it's fine. I, I know I know a load about it. Anyway, well, so. it when you told me you'd watched it, you told me it wasn't what you were expecting it to be. I, I literally couldn't agree with you more. Like, it wasn't... The, the way they... <laughs> Uh, I hate doing this to people who haven't seen the film Go for it. they went down more of a, a copycat killer didn't yeah, they yeah, than, yeah. Uh, I, I knew I know than, that you know actual Mike Myers and and I just um, Michael call him Mike Myers <laughs> Mike Myers <laughs> Austin Powers tell yeah. yeah baby yeah baby yeah but no yeah I think to myself the way they portrayed it with what was the guy called I can't remember the name the character the lad and it became like the copycat killer now I can't think of his name it's gone. Yeah. I thought he was actually like really, really good. Mm. Especially at the start of the film when there's the accident with the little boy. You read to myself like, oh my God, you know, bless him. He's had a, yeah. he's ruined his chances to go to college. And then, then you find out like, when he, then they, 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 they fast forward three years and they go where he is now and nothing to myself. When I first saw it, I was like, well, where are they going with this? I didn't quite understand where they were going with it. But then when they fast forward three years and then they see where he is, I went to myself, okay, I get it. I think they've done that really, really well. Um, it actually kind of had my attention for most of the film like the Halloween Halloween Kills Corey Corey out of here Halloween Kills I thought was really good as well there was times where I was kind of sort of like drifting to like my phone but this one here I just literally sat and watched all it all three of the new ones are very different yeah yeah I thought it was very very good like it was good that they took a step back from it being all about Michael Myers but at the same time, it was still quite a lot of massive yeah. about Michael Myers. It was more of like, here it was like, there's people killing people. People think it might be Michael. He's still lurking around like the radio DJ. So it's like, yeah. where are you? Egging him on He's to come out. He's the spectre. Yeah. And the thing is, if you lived in a town like Haddonfield where that happened twice yeah. with Michael Myers, yeah. every time something happened, you would think, and obviously they never found his body because yeah. he is still alive. Yeah. You would always say, oh, fuck, Michael's back. That would yeah. be there. It wouldn't be like, people wouldn't be flippant about it. Mm. They would be scared about it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it'd be. It'd be so I've read online after watching it that they are planning on making more Halloween films. They will because the guy who owns the rights, that's all he has. Yeah. So Bloomhouse won't make it. Yeah. They'll reboot it again. I'd quite like to see 
a remake where it's not Michael. I think I said that you have Michelle Myers or you you have a similar thing, but you don't have to have Michael Myers and Laurie Strode. You can have other characters within that. Because what they'll probably, well, yeah, they'll probably do that and they'll probably like fucking release Halloween 60 years later. It'll fucking, oh, you know. It will never go away. It's yeah. too big an IP for people not to. But yeah. this is one of the films, as I mentioned earlier, there's films on here that wouldn't necessarily be my greatest films, but I've had a lot of interesting... And this is one that I had an... I had a conversation with someone who fucking hated it. Because obviously it was billed as Michael versus Laurie. Yeah. It's Michael and Laurie. It's the big battle. And she, but you don't get that. Like, but you couldn't have that over a film because he would just fucking rip her to pieces. Yeah, exactly. that ba- the f- they do have that battle. It lasts about five minutes and that's how it would happen. Yeah. What I loved about this film was, like you said, it's very different. It's My thing with the bit at the beginning, with the boy dying... I think they should have hidden that a bit more and left it more open. Like, did he kill him? Yeah. Because then it feeds in a bit more that when he then... Because mm. it's sort of out of the blue that he then starts killing people. Although, so for, from your point of view, Dan, because you mm. don't know anything, we'll spoil it properly. Spoil it. Okay. You've got Corey who has... He's a babysitter. It's like the year after the second film mm. happened. He's babysitting a kid who lives in a big house. The kid hides in the... They're playing hide and seek. He goes in the attic looking for the kid and the kid locks him in the attic. So he's like, let me out, let me out. And as the parents walk in, he boots the door, knocks the kid over the balcony and the kid falls to his death. And everyone's like, oh, you killed him. You're a murderer. Mm. And it, Steve, it mm. ruins his life. And then it cuts to three years later. He's like a pariah. No one likes him. And then he basically ends up in the sewer with Michael because Michael's been living in the sewer for three years. And... Michael pinned him up against the wall and is about to kill him and they make eye contact and there's like a sort of transference mm. and then Corey becomes a serial killer. Okay. Yeah. Almost accident. He then scrambles out and accidentally kills this bum who attacks him. Yeah. Mm. And it just slowly builds and he like starts to enjoy it. And then he starts, like at one point, he takes a victim into the sewer for Michael to kill. Yeah. And Michael's literally like hunched up and crippled. And as he kills people, he gets yeah, bigger and stronger. So it, whereas like the first one say the first one the first David Gordon Green one really then on he's real he's been in a, this yeah. again built and kills built up there's a mythos he is some sort of supernatural killer this really goes into it is a supernatural being that's killing and Corey gets into a relationship with Laurie's, Laurie's daughter granddaughter yeah. and it's all about that but the kills are great and at one point he does steal Michael's mask mm. and he yeah. goes out as Michael Myers and some of the fucking kills like in the, in the junkyard the junkyard yeah. he literally one person he sits on their chest gets a blowtorch and just blows <laughs> the blowtorch into their yeah. head until the head's not there anymore yeah. and he stamps on that girl's face as he well. stamps on a girl's face who's not even really that because it, at the start he's killing people mm. that have offended yeah, him or him, attacked yeah. him so you're almost on his side a little yeah. bit but it obviously escalates and that's why people have a problem because it's like it's called Halloween Ends it's billed as Laurie versus Michael and Michael kills two people. Yeah. Corey kills a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And it actually retcons some of the deaths from the other films as well because there's someone that he killed in the previous film that actually turns up in this film. Yeah, yeah, in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. but it's, I think it's better than Kills because like I, I think Kills yeah, lost yeah. its way a little bit. I think yeah. the whole mob mentality was overdone. Mm. But I really like this film and, hashtag spoiler, they put Michael in a fucking mincer. <laughs> he is dead. Yeah, he is say. dead, 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 <laughs> dead, 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 dead. When him and Laurie have the battle, he like she like kills him like literally. She stabs his hand to a table, stabs his other hand to a table, and just slashes at him. Mm. So he just bleeds out. 
and then the whole town, they put him on the roof of a car and drive through Haddonfield and everyone joins. They go to this junkyard and they put him into like a car mincer. <laughs> mm, it's but, simple as that. Yeah. And then what, it, like, what I liked about it as well, when he's when he's on like the, 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 the block in the kitchen, just to, just to confirm that she's killed him, she gets a knife and just cuts his wrist. Yeah. So that obviously... There's no sort of like, oh, I'm going to... Yeah. Go in She needs to just go, literally, as smooth, it just goes... Yeah. And he just starts bleeding out yeah. and they put the emphasis on the blood on his head and, and then the police turn up and then it's just yeah. like, okay, sorry. Everyone, sorry. Everyone's <laughs> just like, yeah, let's make sure this fucker's dead. Yeah, they, yeah, they whack him in the mint, yeah. It, yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoy it. I think it was good closure to what I think's been a good... Yeah. I mean, it was really funny, Dan, going back a few years ago, I remember Terry saying to me, so, but I remember saying I don't like Halloween mm. because it's very cliche. And I'm, the look in Terry's eyes... <laughs> Wishing the it purge was the same that Corey and Michael shared. Yeah, yeah honestly, he, he would have wished the purge was real so he'd come kill me in my sleep. And I remember, do you know what? Okay, I'll give it. And he, he put on quite a, a speech of why I should like yeah. it. I'll give it another go. It and, created the cliches. And, you know, yeah. And obviously, it's probably fast forward five, six years. I actually generally really enjoy the Halloween films. To the point, as you mentioned earlier, you were thinking about buying all of the yeah. films. Some of them are dog shit. Yeah, yeah, some the, of them are terrible. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I've seen I love all. them all in their own special way. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen all of them apart from number three, but I said that to you the other day, didn't yeah. I? Yeah, three's all right. I mean, three, yeah. again, is a polarising one because Michael is not in it. Yeah. It's where they thought, oh, maybe we'll just make a, an anthology series yeah. set around Halloween. I but thought no, three was all right. Yeah. But, yeah, I, but I really like this film. I'm very anxious to see it again. I didn't get to see it at the cinema mm. twice. Yeah. But yeah, I know lots of people that hated it. I mm. like it for the reasons that people hate it because it is something different. It yeah. d- takes you in a direction that you're not expecting. Although obviously, if you hadn't seen it and you're watching after this, I've told you the direction it's now going in. I think that's the reason why I think I liked it more than I expected to mm. because it wasn't what I was expecting. Yeah, I, th- I feel like one of them had to start at the end. I was shocked. Well, I thought both of them were going to yeah, die. Yeah, I, I, I thought I thought that they probably wouldn't have gone down the angle they did. But they did, which I think is almost closure to the whole. I thought it would end with both of them dead and mm. someone else picking up the mask. So it would end yeah. with Corey picking yeah. up the mask and going. Yeah. So that they, they could continue their franchise, taking it away oh, yeah. from Laurie and just yeah. have another person in the mask. And no one needs to know that that's not Michael. No, exactly. Doesn't matter. Of course, yeah. But no, like I said, it was definitely better than Kills. Um, like a good closure, good film. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it coming out. Yeah, just just to extra So mm. that was number five on my list. Yeah. Mm. Nice. What's number seven on your list? Uh, number seven for me is Doctor Strange. Obviously, we've spoken yeah. about that. Okay. Number seven for me is Amsterdam. Now, I'm going to preface you this. You're not you utilising Disney Plus again. No. I was going to watch it this morning, but I didn't get a chance. I'm going to preface this with the fact that the director is a massive piece of shit. Yeah. Let's start with that one. David O. Russell. Uh, I just got it up now because I wanted to to, to, to highlight all of the issues this, this bellend has. Uh, not least that he sexually assaulted his own niece by the sounds of things uh, what else have we got uh, abusive and lunatic behaviour are extreme even by Hollywood, Hollywood standards uh, Amy Adams experienced relentless abuse at the hands of David O. Russell on the set of American Hustle um, he allegedly put Chris Nolan in a headlock he berated <laughs> get Lily, this man dead <laughs> he berated Lily Tomlin called her a cunt on the set of I Heart Huckabees but yeah, he's also sexually abused someone as well. This guy is a fucking bellend. But I like this film. Yeah, I really um, like this film. And I think this film I like <coughs> because of the performances of the actors. That's where I'm going to go with this. Yeah, Christian Bale is, again, as always, phenomenal. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I, I think it, it comes down to more of I like the relationship between uh, the three main characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Mike Myers in this film. I don't want to give too much away because you're yeah. going to watch it. <laughs> Um, and Michael Shannon. And Michael Shannon in this film <laughs> as well. Um, he, but at the same time, I understand that it's problematic. I understand that it's difficult to separate the art from the artist sometimes. But for me, Margot Robbie, John David Washington and Christian Bale kind of still the show in this film anyway. So it doesn't... Yeah. It's mostly about them. Like, and and, and <coughs> their relationship. And I think part of it was admittedly I've only watched it once and I went to watch it with you yeah um, and I think we both wanted to watch a film at that particular time and that kind of ticked all the boxes of what we wanted yeah. to do with it as well I do think there is an element of that but yeah it, I, I really enjoyed it yeah it, it was a lot funnier than I was expecting I didn't realise yeah. it was like an out and out comedy yeah. I thought it was like a drama that had comedy elements but yeah. Christian Bale he could do it we knew he could do it, but yeah. he can do proper comedy. Yeah, he can, yeah. He is hilarious in this film. Margot Robbie is obviously always fantastic. John yeah. David Washington is always fantastic. <clears throat> and yeah, I mean, Michael Shannon and Mike Myers are basically like the yeah. over-the-top comic relief. You've got Rami Malik in there as well. It's just... It's a very... Because it's based on a true story, inverted commas, where mm. like this sort of happened, but... The, th- the main thing at the end happened, but the journey to it has obviously been made up. Yeah. But yeah, it's well worth your time. I, well, I mean, we properly pissed ourselves yeah, yeah. in the cinema watching it. Didn't it? There's just so many bits where it's just like so subtly stupid, but yeah. hilarious. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. But worth stressing, David Russell's a massive piece of shit. <laughs> yes. At the same time. It's going to bookend it with that. But I love uh, the film. The film I really liked. I'll definitely check it out. Mm. Number six to you, Steve. Yeah. Uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. I've not seen it. <laughs> I th- I thought they done really really well. Open in ten minutes, just get it out of the yeah. way. <laughs> Crush yeah. you, break you. Yeah. Serious. He's gone. The Marvel logo mm. is just all Chadwick. Yeah. 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 And the the ending was quite emotional as well. Mm. Obviously, I'm not going to go into any details. So I'm not I'm not ruining this one for. Yeah. I think. They they could have gone two ways with this. I think they could have gone too tacky, too too obvious. They could have had too much influence. Yeah, but I think they like said yeah. They first ten minutes they had the funeral, they had yeah. the 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 sort of like the repercussion almost of mm. what were we going to do, what we're going to do. But I think it was just very the story was really good as well, and I think Namor was really good as well. I think he, the guy. I really really like. I think Namor. I can't remember the name of the actor who done it, but he. Done a really good job. Yeah, I I just thought it was just an all round. It was an all round good Marvel film. Like, I think it was a Marvel film. It was solid. Yeah, I mean, I know that obviously I've got two others on my list, but I kind of feel like it was the Marvel film that I think we needed this year. Hmm. Um, Because if you compare the MCU films to previous years, we've always been very spoiled. There was a not so great film. There's always two, three other films that are incredible, and I think to me, Black Panther was that really topped off in terms of the Marvel it's bit, stuff it's a bit like this last year wasn't it like mm. I really liked Shang-Chi but Black Widow was okay yeah uh, Eternals was okay yeah and then Spider-Man No yeah. Way Home came out and it's like this fucking blows everything out yeah. of the water so yeah yeah and I think, I think like I said they could have they could have really have they done a really good tr- job in paying tribute to Chadwick Boseman without making it come across as tacky it was too mm. much in your mm. face 
Like, you know, they mentioned him a couple of times throughout the, like, the character yeah. throughout the film. And then, you know, the ending was sort of really emotional. And I, I just think it was just a really good Marvel film. I think it's probably the best Marvel film we've probably had. I mean, it's the best Marvel film we've had since No Way Home. Mm. And um, like I said, we had a little out, didn't we, the four of us? Yeah. Um, and it was, the only thing, because it didn't make my list, mm. the only thing for me was I think it's too long. I haven't seen it again. Yeah. I think watching it again, there will be bits that feel <coughs> dragged out and a bit overlooked. We did say that when we came out, yeah. but it probably could have, they probably could have shrunk a few things down. But the but, action was, yeah. action is amazing. Like the, I, I don't know what, what the species of people are called from under, that Namor's people are. Mm. But yeah. like, and the way, from what I understand, because I don't know a lot about him, they've changed like his origin. He's like um, Latin American. Yeah. Um, sort of almost as techie and there's mm. like the sort of how they become the water people and you go into Talacan and that looks amazing yeah. Um, yeah. and they've done yeah. a good job in explaining his background without having to go into too much detail yeah. but they've done a really good job of giving him almost like a his little mini 10 minute origin story yeah. of how he you completely understand what he's yeah. doing he's not like the faceless villain he's not fucking Ray Winston yeah. in Black Panther no, no. you know. yeah Oh, yeah. of course, yeah. 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 He wasn't like uh, the Suicide Squad. It was like, his boom, 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 here's yeah. what you've done. It, it was very much like... You understood he, why he was there, yeah. what he was doing. And he's to be fair, he's a sympathetic character. Like, it starts with him asking for help. It doesn't start no. with him coming for trouble. He, no. he asks for help. He doesn't get the help, so he does what he needs to yeah. do. Yeah. It was, yeah I, I really enjoyed it. I think it and was... I really like Rai Rai Williams as well, mm-hmm. obviously making her MCU debut. She's quite a cool character. Her and Shuri's relationship's quite cool yeah yeah overall very very good like I said it was my favourite Marvel film mm. this year um, I figured this would be the one that might make my list if, if I was to mm. yeah yeah very good watch it I need to go watch it yeah that's the answer that, that is the answer is this still in the cinema yeah yeah I might throw a new year trip for us if you guys want to go watch it again possibly yeah. I just don't know when I'm going to be free yeah, yeah true free slash Wanting to leave Jem alone with the baby. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, for anyone that me and Steve have both had children this year. <laughs> Since the last time we recorded, I think we both found out we were going to be parents. Yeah. And yeah. again, yeah. Both, it's both our second yeah. child, yeah. Yeah, so mine's four weeks old and Steve's... Mine's four months old. Yeah, so... <laughs> two girls. <clears throat> yeah, two girls are going to take over the world. Yeah. Because um, that's actually strangely feeling that this is very much like a female superhero film as well. Mm. Oh, I'm, yeah, 100%, yeah. Like you've got Neymar, Neymar, sorry, mm. and obviously Mbaku... Yeah. Brazilian yeah. <laughs> I still call it Neymar to be fair and, and Baku <laughs> yeah. they're really the only guys in it yeah. it's all Shuri Rai Rai um, um, and Peter Nyong'o's character I can't yeah, remember they um, did the show from the Walking Dead yeah, they, did, they did with that again they don't yeah you're right so they, they made it it was really fluid as well it didn't mm. feel like okay we're very much now though women have to be equal sort of thing with yeah it wasn't in like an end game where oh look yeah. here's all the women yeah. gathering up it was just, very halfway through I was like oh this is like a female superhero yeah film. and it worked really really well it was it was it was nice to and we're gonna obviously we're gonna see her again obviously no doubt I would have thought mm. um, yeah like I said yeah it was a female superhero film it was one that I feel that it was a good place to almost start if that makes sense mm. like they, this one's done really well they can start making even more so I don't think there's apart from Black Widow. I don't think anyone else has had their own fair film. What female? Is oh, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Oh yeah, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but even then, the next one's the Marvels. So it's always like bringing it together. But they're all, they are all women. No, yeah, films, right? yeah, I know they are. But mm. like, yeah, it'd be nice to see more of that. Yeah, going forward. Uh, yeah, it's one of the biggest 
the fuck ups they made was not doing a Black Widow film yeah. much sooner. Yeah, but while she was still alive whilst, within, yeah, exactly, within yeah. canon. Yeah. <laughs> Do you reckon why that's the reason why they did it set back? Like it was, it was set between yeah. Civil War and yeah. uh, absolutely. Yeah, that's the reason why they done like it more. And yeah. they, they, they fucked. It's not entirely their fault that they they fucked up with 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 the amount of women that are in the MCU. In the sense that most of the women in the comics are in the X Men. So like there is an element of that, but at the same time they 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 had a solid gold founding Avenger that they could have done a film with like within the first. And had they made it sooner, it might not have had Ray Winston as the Russian gangster boss. They might have found, <laughs> been able to find an actual Russian. Um, so still the worst piece of casting Marvel yeah. ever done. It's it, it just sticks out like a sore thumb, doesn't it? It just doesn't work at all. But yeah. But yeah, and then then made way for things like a Scarlet Witch film, that kind of thing. But yeah. obviously, we've got TV series, which which I'm grateful for because it is incredible. So. I do hope that we do get a Scarlet Witch film eventually. I think we will. Well, the next thing's Vision Quest, isn't it? So you imagine she'd rock up in that. Yeah, I've not even heard of that. White White Vision comes. Mm. He flew off at the end of One Division, yeah. didn't he? After oh. he'd done his Trigger's Broom speech. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that. That's still one of my favourite memes as well. <laughs> Scarlet Witch and Agatha are like, I'm going to kill you and I'm going to kill you. And Visions goes, so there's his boat. I don't know announced the Vision Quest. No. Mm. I don't know if it's been officially, officially announced, but it's mm. been rumoured yeah. so much and like so many people have said it that like, it must be happening. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see stand on top of MCU. <clears throat> like, there's such a big gap now between films in the franchise it's going to get to the sort of point where I don't want to get to the sort of point where they then do a sequel to another film that's been like four years five years and you're a bit like the hype's kind of you need to kind of not necessarily pump out a, a Marvel film oh, let's, say, let's, say, let's, let's pick Scarlet Witch they're not saying you have to pump out Scarlet Witch film every year for the next mm. five years but like the fact that we potentially could be waiting until 2026 for an Eternal sequel it's very much like that's such a massive long wait for mm. There to be an eternal like mm. I know we've been very spoiled with like the Iron Man trilogy and the Thor and Captain America trilogy all being quite close together. But if I if I'm wanting an eternal sequel and they came out what in twenty twenty one, I want that by at least twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four. The difference I, is I feel like I'm getting into the thing where I think we're getting into Marvel overload now. I think we need the gaps, I think we need mm. less series, we need we need we've gone from like the phase one was like four years or whatever yeah. and like three films every year for, yeah, and like yeah. most the Infinity Saga was 22 films over 10 years yeah. we're going to have like 20 films in the next five years at yeah. this there's a TV series as yeah. well on top of which yeah. it's just yeah. there's too much happening it's not an event anymore because like we said it's oh that one was shit the next one will be good yeah I'll, I'll, get, I'll get what you're saying but like then maybe they need to slow down on what they're pumping out then but then so the problem you've got with the tournament <laughs> is it was a reasonably forgettable film so like which film was that sorry? The Eternals. <laughs> so the next that wasn't a joke by the way. I genuinely coughed as you said. I didn't actually hear what you said. The next the next Eternal film is going to feel like an age because we've kind of already forgotten about mm. the other Eternals film. Yeah. So, yeah. And obviously we saw said that thing to the crew yesterday that Captain America four mm. are using the the celestial the celestial as part of the story. Yeah, and potentially and to bring it, in the mutants. Yeah. And is it is that something people actually give a shit about? Is, is, is there's another part of it Do, like this celestial's like halfway up well that's it there's yeah. the whole thing about yeah. what is it it's made of adamantium yeah. mm. it's more important than vibranium people want it mm. 
and there's the talk of that it could end up being I don't know the comics of the X-Men but like where mutants live mm. like they sort of use that oh, as some sort oh god of... I know what you're talking about yeah god. so it could be part of the introduction of mutants as well because obviously they're talking about that's obviously all anyone's talking about now is mm. getting the mutants in yeah I saw a thing saying that someone saying that to introduce mutants it should be at the end of Deadpool 3 it should be him hacking into the Marvel database and just dragging a folder and yeah. dropping it in and then being in the then just dragging everyone into it. And you only get away with a Deadpool film. You only get you only get away with doing that in a Deadpool film. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I really hope that in the new Deadpool film they make he makes a, a dig at now being part of Disney. I hope he yeah. leans into the multiverse. I hope we get like Well supposedly he's going to be travelling around the Fox Marvel universe. So he's gonna to go to the Fantastic Four with Chris Evans and Yoan Griffin. He's going to go and see Daredevil and he's going to potentially gambit mm. with Channing Tatum. He's going to do that sort of thing. And like time travel... Do you want to see the... how quickly I get kicked out of cinema? <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. I mean, I mean, there's so many It must be good because they've got Hugh Jackman in for it. That's all yeah, I'm going to yeah, say. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. I never thought we'd see that again. And but that announcement video... That brilliant. was brilliant, wasn't it? That was so Huge, do you want to be Wolverine again? Yeah, sure, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, because that's next year it comes out, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I think they're working on it this year because there's the talk because Sean Levy, who's directing it, is also one of the main directors for Stranger Things. Mm. So it's how he's going to work that work that out so that he can do all of those. Yeah. yeah. What's your number six? My number six, Back Down the Horror Vibe, mm. X... This is the other one I to watch. It's on. It's on. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's on Prime now. Um, one that I've, I purchased. I again missed it at the cinema because fucking Hemel Cinema doesn't keep good horror films. It keeps the shit like Pray for the Devil on for like weeks. Um, but now it's. I think I feel like I might have talked about it before because it came mm. up quite early on in the year because I wasn't sure if it was a 2022 release or a 2021 yeah. release. But essentially, it's set in like the 70s. You've got this group of filmmakers. Uh, they're making a porno they rent like this barn on a farm and shit just happens it's basically you've got this old couple it's set like in the 70s so like the old couple that are very like religious well you think they're very religious but essentially the old woman is fucking mental Mm. Um, she is like the 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 serial killer she goes on not on a rampage because she basically like that she sees them making the porno and it basically gets her going. <laughs> One of them she like kills by accident and then it just again it just escalates, but it's just so creepy and so well done. It's by Ty West, who I think is a very underrated director. He's done a lot of great horror films. Innkeepers mm. is a very, very subtle, very creepy, scary ghost story. Um, this is very sort of bloody and gutsy. Um, I think I said it before, I never expected to see a film, Brittany Snow wiping cum off her back. Um, she's from the Pitch Perfect films, yeah, very say, jarring. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's just really well done. It doesn't hold back. There's a prequel coming out called Pearl, which is about the serial killer woman in her youth and like how she came to be that person, which I'm very excited to see. Um, but yeah, it's just, if you like a horror, a gory horror film, that's just, it knows what it is. It's not trying to be something. Mm. It's, not, it's not trying to overplay its, its cards. It's just... People get murdered. It's quite gory. It's fucking creepy. Sets you on edge. Lovely stuff. It's called X. Did you say? X. Yeah, I saw the trailer for it the other day because yeah. it was one of the ones I was going to watch. Yeah, as I say, it's on Prime. It's yeah, it's good. Yeah, I'll check it out. Um, Glass Onion is my number six. 
I a knives out story. A knives out story. <laughs> apparently, yeah. It's I, I really like Glass Onion. I think it's one of those ones where I was quite happy to just watch all of those people acting with each other for starters. I'm quite happy to see Benoit Blanc back yeah. again. Uh, He's to so good it. in this yeah. film as well. He's incredible. Um, and I love how it plays into the whole pandemic thing as well, at least at the, the, the very start. Of the I was film. reading a lot of people were just like, oh, we all fucking know the pandemic ha- happened. Yeah. Why do you have to put it in a film? Because yeah. like, it fucking happened. Because it was you a massive you, you can't write that off. It's one of the biggest yeah. things that's happened in our yeah. generation. Yeah. In many generations. Yeah. Uh, so I love the detective aspect of it. I'll watch pretty much anything with Janelle Monae in as well. I she's think she's fantastic good. and she's great in this. Uh, and obviously, uh, what's her face? Catherine Agatha. Han. Catherine Han, I'll watch in anything as well. Yeah. Um, her stocks have gone up since one division. Oh yeah, although she's very much back in like overworked mum. Yeah, mode. She's not like, hot like an Agatha. Yeah, but um, still hot. She, she, she's yeah, she's really really cool. I think it's a standout performance from Dave Batista in this He's as well. Great. Yeah, um, <laughs> just basically playing Joe Rogan. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's. Um, <laughs> Angry, I, I can wear a gun if I want to YouTube. <laughs> I love he's swimming with his gun still attached to his speedos <laughs> as well. <laughs> it's just great. It's really silly. Edward Norton kind of plays into it quite nicely. Yeah, I think, he well. hams it up. Yeah. Um, just in general, I, I really, really like this film. Um, I, I, I think it's... I love a whodunit and I love Knives Out and I love this for, for the exact same reasons. And I love the sillier aspects of this one as well. Yeah, that... It didn't make my list. I read it for me. It just felt too silly again. Mm. Well, not too silly, but the first one was very much real. Like mm. someone was going to be done for murder, whereas yeah. this is almost makes a joke of murder because it does start off as a murder yeah. mystery weekend yeah. where someone hashtag dies. I love that. Um, but yeah, it's just yeah, it, it is very good. Say like Benoit Blanc because he again he sort of hams it up a little yeah. bit, doesn't he? Because there's there's lots of flashbacks and flash forwards and. Mm like exposés and stuff but yeah I mean Kate Hudson I thought was very good as well yeah, as a sort of Lady Gaga type please tell figure. me you don't think of sweatshops where they make sweatpants <laughs> uh, I yeah. did read as well that Kaylee Quo Quo is that yeah. how you say her surname yeah. she went for a part and she thought she had it she packed her bags and then she got told she didn't get it. and I imagine that's the Kate Hudson I imagine role. this was quite a nice set to film on as well yeah <laughs> Yeah, in the middle of whatever. But it's just, yeah, just the... But when Benoit... At the end, when Benoit, like, unleashes a tirade of, yeah. like, pulling it apart, it's just so funny how yeah. he just pulls apart, like, what's happened and stuff. Yeah. And Edward Norton basically just plays Elon Musk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is It is fucking great. I, I really liked it. So yeah. I look forward to the next Knives Out story. Yeah. Yeah. We can have as many of these as you like, uh... James Cameron, we don't need that many Avatar films. Yeah, because he, he did sign two and three, didn't he? When yeah. he signed with Netflix. So, yeah. Steve, number five. Yeah, I think we've discussed my number five we already. Uh, my number five's Nope. Cool. Nothing we've worn. We've discussed my number five. It's Halloween ends. <laughs> okay, we're back to mine then. Yep. Bullet Train. Yeah. Yes. I fucking love Bullet Train. Yeah. I think Bullet Train is excellent. I think. I think. So we went with our friend Dan, who uh, who said he had real smoking aces vibes from this yeah. film so like when you're going in to watch smoking aces you think oh, this is it's a fucking action film in a tower block it's fucking die hard let's go let's go look at all these famous people in there and you watch and go this is shit what is going on bullet train lived up to all those expectations it's one of those films that this year i think is is one of those that like right so we're just going to do this and what we're going to do we're going to do everything that people actually want in this film mm. uh, and and i think we definitely 
definitely got this great role from Brad Pitt as well. Um, <clears throat> I think the standouts were Lemon and Tangerine. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. You're a diesel. You're a diesel. <laughs> I know a diesel. <laughs> um, and I and even Michael Shannon as well, obviously, in this is yeah. just and Jerry King. She's really good. Yes, well. just it's just a really good film. It's stupid as fuck, but it's it high is concept. Yeah, like the highest of high concepts. Yeah, absolutely. A little Channel Tatum cameo as well. <laughs> is this a sex thing? <laughs> <laughs> I'd no. forgotten about that. Yeah. <laughs> No, I agree. Bullet Train was fantastic for Yeah. It was so good. You knew, you, it was one of those sort of things you knew what you were getting when mm. you walked into it. You knew it wasn't going to be, it wasn't going to be Shakespeare, obviously, but yeah. like, you went in there and it was just, it was better than I thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, like, I, I thought it was, yeah, it looks quite good. I'll go check yeah, it out. It looked like know. a throwaway action film, but it mm. was actually quite yeah. enjoyable. Yeah, I really, I, really And enjoyed. also, spoilers, turn off if you've not watched Bullet Train, I enjoyed the Ryan Reynolds cameo in this as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot, yeah. I forgot about <laughs> yeah. that actually. Yeah, that was the only thing. I the end mm. was a little bit OTT for me, where like, spoiler, turn off mm. the train crashes and he's literally like flying through <laughs> the wreckage. I liked it yeah. though. I it think... was just, but yeah, Ryan Reynolds turning up and it basically did all his fault essentially. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How did you feel by the lack of Sandra Bullock? There was enough for me. Yeah. See, <laughs> there was, I, a, there was long just, enough for me to get one. I just out. wish he hadn't <laughs> been in the trailer. Yeah, they've ruined it. Yeah, that would have been like a really nice like reveal at the end. Um, I also love that we get the entire backstory of the guy that's that jumps on the train to kill him, and he lasts about ten seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, because it's quite because like Zazi beats and the yeah. hair death's quite cool with the yeah. poison. And stuff. Do you want some water? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was funny. It was proper like old yeah. school stuff. You can imagine this being made in the eighties. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it obviously, but like. Aaron Taylor Johnson, but mm. yeah, no, Lemon and Tangerine. Mm. He was the star of the film, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, and like I said, they made him. They made him proper. I know he's English in real life. Yeah. They made him English. Yeah, they didn't make him Brexit means Brexit. Yeah. He was English. <laughs> like the fact that like he had like the West. I mean, I'm not a West Ham fan. Yeah. And I hate West Ham, but they had the West Ham logo on his phone. Yeah. Like, yeah. and even more, they showed a game of West Ham scoring yeah. against Chelsea, which you know whatever. But they, they made him like he wasn't like. Okay, here's an English guy, but we're going to have throw some Americanisms in there because it's essentially an American film. They they made him full blooded English, and I like that. But I like when they do that in films. So I do so I do get very very. Those two are just don't. absolutely fucked throughout the whole film. Yeah. Everything yeah. goes wrong for them. Yeah, like it's it couldn't go more wrong. But it's it's yeah. It's, it's so the scene when they Brad Pitt like, they know what you look like no, and they comes up with the suitcase the suitcase <laughs> yeah. the negotiation that opens, yeah. but like. It's, yeah, it is, it is very, very good. Like I say, it's, it's on my list. Yeah. Um, and like the storyline yeah. tying it all in as well, I thought mm-hmm. was quite good. Because at the start, you're just like, there's so many fucking people on this train trying yeah. to do this. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it's explained why they're all on the train. And then, mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the 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 story with the, the Chinese dad. Yeah. And uh, you find out that he was part of the guy's gang. And yeah. he was, you knew he was going to be something important. Like, yeah. But it was very, very good how they told that in as well. It was. Like I, said, I don't. Think, I don't think they was a bad cast in anywhere. I think everyone yeah. played their role perfectly. Yeah, Ray Winston was not in this film. <laughs> yeah, everyone knew what they signed yeah. up for. Everyone played it well, and yeah, I can't. Like I said, it, it's number three on my list. There and, go. uh, so we've got to discuss it then. But it is a fantastic film. Really, really enjoyed it. What's number? What's number four on your list? Number four on my list is Belfast. Oh, 
So this is what I spoke about in the group yesterday. Yeah. Because yeah, IMDb, I saw it in January is an yeah. image. Yeah, oh, yeah, IMDb really? states okay. it's 2021. But I think because of the pandemic, there's a lot yeah. of that. Like I watched mm. The Duke yesterday, which on IMDb is listed as 2020. 2020 yeah. yeah. But it was made in 2020 and they got shelved and yeah. it came out this year. Yeah. So there's so, a lot of fuckery on that. Yeah, Belfast was... There's another film that was made in 2020 that's probably on people's list that hasn't been announced so far, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Fucking pretty. <laughs> <laughs> he really is, isn't he? But if no one's, I don't know if you guys have seen it. I haven't seen it. I have seen it. But Belfast is a very, very good film. Mm. It's a real... It's one of those sort of like... It wasn't what I expected. It wasn't what again. I was expecting. We literally, we watched it just like one random mm. Sunday afternoon because it was like the, the, the film premiere of the week. I thought... It's not really my cup of tea, but then it's it's a real sort of like. Have you ever seen the film Angela's Ashes? Yeah. Do you never get you know it's very two very different films. It kind of had that kind of like real low set in Ireland. Well, more than just that, but like then you kind of watch it and like the tiniest sort of things have bigger meaning behind yeah. it. It was very much. Like it was that. quite brutal. In it was yeah. It was yeah. Like I've, heard, I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah, it's and, very much one of those ones I should have watched by mm, now, but I just haven't. And it gave a bit of an insight of what life was like back mm. then and yeah. how you know. <laughs> just had the um, <coughs> sorry excuse me um, and it was part of it was based on his life growing up as well so it kind of a lot of it was probably made up but the, the principle was there and it was better than I thought it was going to be I remember first of all, I thought it's the sort of film that my nan would watch like mm. it's not really kind yeah, of I'm not sure that I'd have seen it at the cinema but it was an mm. unlimited secret screening yeah yeah we just watched it we just recorded it on Skybox and mm. Sam watched it and yeah so I, I wasn't disappointed at all because it's up on my list actually quite high and the, yeah. the kid in it is mm. fucking brilliant yeah. you know the young lad and I think it, it takes a lot to when you when you watch some kids on film you're kind of like but yeah he really sold that well he was mm. for such a young actor he was very very good at you know what he was doing and the idea I really enjoyed it I don't know if there's I doubt very much about any of your guys' lists, but no, it was on my mm. short long list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you get a chance to see it done, I'll definitely recommend yeah, it. Yeah, I'll, I'll do a double bill with that and um, Banshees of Inner Sheeran and X and X. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. no, no I, I enjoyed Belfast, but yeah, it's not it's not one that I'd rush back to. That's why I didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, bought, I'm, I'm rushed out and bought it on Blu-ray and yeah. all that, but it was. Um, I'll probably watch it again, probably some point next year, mm. not the year after, but I'd definitely say at least watch it once. <coughs> Sorry, it's all right. Number four. Number four for me is Barbarian. Oh God, I should watch this as well. This is—I know this is. Uh, so yeah. another horror film, as I mentioned in the group chat, like it's been a very strong year for horror. I've got five horror films in my top ten. Um, this is one that starts off as this film and uses the casting very well, mm. and then becomes something else. In a sort, not in a smile way, but towards the end it goes a bit smile and gets a bit silly. But essentially you've got a girl or a young woman who turns up to an Airbnb and there's a guy already there. And basically she's rented it through Airbnb, he's rented it through some other mm. thing. And it just plays like it's going to be, he's a creepy man, he's going to murder mm. and rape her. And he's being so nice, which really lays into the fact that you think... He's, and it's Bill Skarsgård as well, who's obviously mostly known for being fucking Pennywise. <laughs> but he's just like so nice, because literally like she goes to have a... He, like, he offers to make her a cup of tea, she has the cup of tea, she doesn't drink it. She goes... They decide that he's going to sleep on the sofa, she's going to have the mm. bed. Like, well, you stay tonight, then we'll sort it out tomorrow. She comes out and he's just like, I really wanted a glass of wine. I thought you might like a glass of wine. I noticed you didn't drink the cup of tea. I haven't opened the wine. Look, here's the wine. You can mm. see it's still sealed. Would you like to have a glass of wine with me? Like, he's very over the top with it. 
And then basically she's there for a job interview. She goes to the job interview and when she comes back, she starts looking for toilet roll and she ends up in the basement and then it takes a left turn and goes into a completely different film, which I'm not going to say much about. She finds a doorway in the basement is all I'm going to go into. But it, it's very brutal. It's very... I say it takes you in different places. There's lots of things where it like so you think something about to happen and it literally cuts to a completely different scene of a completely cuts to someone singing in their car when you're about you think you're about to watch someone meet their demise. Mm. It's just very well done. Say so the ending goes a bit silly, but I feel like the overall premise when you know what it is is quite silly, so it does fit into it a bit. Whereas I feel like Smile maybe took itself a bit mm. more seriously until the ending. Um, but yeah, no, it's, again, it's on Disney Plus. What's it's it Barbarian. Mm. Not really sure why it's called Barbarian. I don't know if that's, again, like just something to push you into what direction you think it's going in. Mm. But no, very good. That sounds quite interesting. I've never even yeah. heard of it, to be fair. No, it was one... It wasn't at the cinema very long, because it seems like in the last few weeks, Disney Plus have just pumped so much onto Disney Plus yeah. that's been... At, like, Banshees of Inishira, and that wasn't out that long ago. No, no definitely not. Number four? Number four for you, my friend. Unbearable weight of massive talent. Oh, this this made the short, short, long. Oh stuff. my god, it's so fucking good. Nicholas Cage. It's on Prime. Yeah, is it? Nicholas Cage in on the joke. That's all you need to yeah. know. It's Nicholas Cage just hamming it up. And Pedro Pascal nailing it as well. Putting in one of my favourite Pedro Pascal performances. Like in just as this Nicholas Cage super fan. And it is I don't want to give anything away because I want you to go. Oh, in. definitely. Yeah, don't spoil this one. Yeah. We'll watch this one. Because, yeah, the trailers don't give away what it is. No. You think it. Obviously, the only thing that's really in the trailers is it is Nicolas Cage yeah. playing Nicolas Cage. Yeah. But yeah. playing Nicolas Cage! <laughs> yeah, it's proper Cage rage. It is, yeah. it is absolutely brilliant. As I say, and, and it's sometimes when someone's in on a joke, it's, it's just cringeworthy. Mm. When Nicolas Cage is in on the joke, he just kind of plays into it and it's yeah. fucking great. He plays it straight enough that mm. it could be real, but he leans into it enough yeah. that it's fucking ridiculous and funny. Yeah. No, I love it. It is absolutely brilliant. I don't want to give too much away. Essentially, Nicolas Cage gets a job where he has to go and meet a superfan. Um, however, it turns out the superfan might have some ties to some unwholesome people. Yeah. Yeah, that's what the trailer calls So as, as a result, he, yeah. he has He's to broke, work. which yeah. Nicolas Cage yeah. has been many times. Yeah. And he accepts an invitation to go to a yeah. party. And he keeps... One of my favourite things is at the start when he's talking about like the, the, how he's, he's approaching the role and he's really getting in depth and he just doesn't get the roles, basically. Yeah. He goes too much <clears throat> into it. Yeah. I'll definitely watch that soon. I'd, I'd say... It's amazing. I see it occasionally when I'm at places yeah. and I keep thinking to myself, I might buy that, and then I don't. And then I think to myself, maybe... No, so it's on Prime, or at least it was on Prime. Mm, yeah. It is, it's fucking hilarious. Like yeah. Pedro Pascal and Nicolas Cage, what a double act. Yeah. Nicolas Cage made, made a bit of a comeback recently though, hasn't he? He's done quite, not... Yeah. I'm not well, he's he done... just started like picking films that are actually good, like yeah. Pig, mm. um, this, yeah. Colour of, sh- The Shape of Colour was mm. really good as well. Mandy. Mandy, yeah. I didn't like Mandy. Did you not? No. I like Mandy. I thought Mandy was good. I just done kick ass as well, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. I think that kind of resurrected his career. I don't, I, it's not quite Keanu Reeves, but it's that kind of thing where, like, Nicolas Cage is now like, "You keep my wife's <laughs> name out of your mouth." <laughs> <laughs> I looked at his face the moment you said Keanu Reeves, it just changed completely. No, no. Obviously, we're talking <laughs> about Nicolas Cage being a better actor, but you know, <laughs> I'll take it. Oh, fair enough. 
<laughs> as long that? as you don't go fucking Matthew Perry, why is Keanu what Reeves is walking the earth yeah. when fucking what's his name's dead? That's unreal. I am joking. I love Keanu Reeves. But, but the thing um, is, yeah. why Keanu Reeves? There's lots of people alive. <laughs> Keanu Reeves is like the nicest guy in the world. Mm. He really is, isn't he? Yeah. I saw these videos like all the time, like all the stuff that he's done, like. Yeah. Loving myself, is there a nicer actor out there than Keanu Reeves? And there probably isn't. No. Actually, there probably is. Probably. To be fair, when yeah, it comes I mean, out in 10 years' time that Keanu Reeves. Don't you finish that <laughs> fucking sentence. The, the only, the only, my only potential issue with Keanu Reeves is he does like guns a bit too much now. But that kind but of But he comes. doesn't. Because it's the same yeah. thing that people go on about yeah. Ke- um, Tom Cruise in Scientology. Yeah. Tom yeah. Cruise never talks about it. No. And Keanu Reeves doesn't yeah. go on about guns. He's obviously in a lot of films where he shoots guns a lot. Yeah. And I feel like possibly it's just an enjoyment of that. But yeah, he just... Leave him alone. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Leave Bay out of this. <laughs> Bay. <laughs> <Or> tosser. <laughs> as long as that I'm the tosser and it's not Keanu. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'll toss him off if he wants to. <laughs> I bet he would. Although he's got, he's got his lovely partner now, hasn't he? Who's he with now? He's, he's with a semi-age appropriate woman. Which is strained for a Hollywood age. Just makes star. it more likable as well, yeah. doesn't it? Like, She's um, you know. an artist, I think, but they've known each other for years. And I th- there's rumours that he's been talking to people about proposing to her. Because mm. obviously, if you don't know, Keanu's just had a fucking horrendous like personal life. Yeah, because yeah, he's, he's, he's a baby and then a car crash. Yeah, he had, him and his girlfriend were pregnant, the baby was stillborn, and then she died in a car crash. Mm. Yeah. And he literally for about 15 years, he didn't own a house. Yeah. He just lived in hotels because mm. he had enough money to do so. But what a life! Yeah. Living yeah. in the travel lodge. That's Alan, <laughs> you're thinking about Alan Partridge. Yeah. Yeah. I've no. got a big plate. <laughs> <laughs> I could live in a hotel. Nah. nah. My favourite breakfast to kill you, mate. <laughs> Continental breakfast. I'm going to kill him myself. Look at me. Yeah. Fucking. You don't need okay. the help. Speaking yeah. of Kiyopo, have you watched the Continental Breakfast sketch? <laughs> no. Yes. I'll send you a link. Okay. It's so fucking funny. Yeah. Well, aren't you a tiny plum? <laughs> Look forward to it. Uh, number three. No, bullet train. We discussed yeah, it. Yeah, fucking love that film. Uh, mine, the last of my horror films, mm. uh, Terrifier 2. I imagine fucking neither hell. of you have seen this. I haven't, but it's... Again, yeah. I've seen it on a daily basis. But Yeah, it is... So it's a film... I saw the, the world premiere at Fright Fest. Mm. I've seen the first one, and it is one of the most gruesome and horrific things... Damien Leone, who's the director, he started off in visual effect, like special effects, and he just basically made a film where it's all special effects. He literally saws a woman in half in the first film. She's hanging upside down by her ankles, and he just gets a hacksaw and cuts straight through her, all on camera, all like there. <clears throat> and then this film, I mean, if that was 10, Terrifier 2 is like a million. Fucking Me hell. and Sonia saw it, obviously, yeah. people know Sonia. We were both a bit like, ooh. Really? Oh, I don't. I, I think that went a little bit far for me, but it's this high on my list because again, I've spoken to so many people about it. It stayed with me mm. so much, and it, as we talked about earlier, this is a director who's made a film. Yeah. He made it on his own. It cost two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to make. It made ten million pounds yeah. at the box office. It's done amazingly well. He made it years ago, and you can tell that he's been shopping it around. And obviously, people have gone. You've got. That 20-minute torture scene with the young girl, which is where it went a bit far for me. Yeah. Could we cut that down to five? And he's gone, no, this is my film. You buy the film or you don't buy the mm. film. And he's held on to it, held on to it. And obviously it's paid off. Story-wise, I don't know what the fuck is happening. 
So for anyone who hasn't seen Terrifier 1 or 2, you've got Art the Clown, who I think is the most iconic recent horror villain, whatever you want to call him. He's a cross between Michael Myers and Freddy Krueger. Mm. He's silent like Michael, but he's got charisma like Freddy. Like, mm. He's like a mime act. I mean, yeah. He's dressed like a mime clown, essentially, but he's very emotive. He's very like <laughs> smiling and waving and doing funny things without ever talking. This tries to give him a backstory and it feels like it is giving him a backstory and then at the end just nothing happens with it. There's all these sort of plot lines. He is now talking about a third one that he's going to make so I don't know if he just plans to pull them in but it is just fucking horrendously gory. You see someone's head disappear underneath a fire extinguisher I think but it, it just stays on it as he hammers it and hammers it. He cuts someone's head off in camera. Literally like this... The, the bit that went a bit far, he basically eviscerates a woman while she's alive. Mm, you yeah. think she's dead mm. and then she just starts going, Ugh! and literally she's got like, she's skeletal yeah. on an arm. He cuts her and pours salt on her and rubs it in, slashes at her face. with. He's just fucking disgusting. But mm. if you like that sort of film and say, when I came out, me and Sonia came out of the cinema and were just like, I don't know if I like that. Mm. Like, it was very, like, it was so gory. It came with like a disclaimer of this is fucking gory. Yeah. It's two, two hours, 20 minutes, I think. As I say, the director has made no cuts and he just said, here is my film, mm. watch it, enjoy it. And it's, so the end is just fucking grotesque. But it's just, you can't help but say it looks phenomenal because it's all practical effects, which mm. I will always love a film that has practical effects. And it is just a director who's got an idea, he's made it, it hasn't been tampered with and it's there on the screen and it is just... I would... If you are of faint of heart mm. and you don't like gore, do not watch it. Mm. It will make you... People genuinely were passing out in America watching it. They had to put disclaimers mm. on because it was... Uh, literally, it got put on about 12 screens. It did well. It got put on 20 screens. Then it got put on... Mm. And it grew and grew and like... It was only meant to be on for a weekend and then not being on well, for a month. as soon as someone starts fainting from it, then that's exactly, when yeah. you, you, you can't yeah. buy that kind of publicity. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But yeah, it's... Fucking horrendous, but if you're a horror fan and you think you like gore, mm. you need to watch Terrifier too. Nice. Number three, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. I really like this film. Um, I love the message of the film. I love the fact that it doesn't hold back. Half the film's in subtitles. With, yes. uh, People left the screening yeah. I was at because like, the first 20 minutes they get all yeah. subtitled, aren't they? People left. It's, for you. And yeah. it's not afraid to be utterly ridiculous at times. <laughs> Um, it's really silly it plays into the multiverse I think a bit better than Doctor Strange does um, in the sense that we see a ton of different multiverses yes. I love the idea that they have to do something random for something to happen and they uh, yeah yes <laughs> yes <laughs> that slow mo oh my god that seems the incredible slow mo pixelated landing yeah yeah it is batshit crazy but it is absolutely fucking great with a great message about family at mm. the heart of it which is completely random when you're seeing you see the trailer and you don't you don't imagine that being an aspect of it but it is about um you know it's a mother-daughter relationship absolutely it? yeah it's it's fucking great and michelle yeah. yo is fucking fantastic isn't yeah yeah and yeah. short round yeah and short round i don't well. know his real name unfortunately <laughs> but it's it's fucking great yeah so that's my number three yeah, it, it was very close to my list. Mm. One of the reasons I didn't add it was it's been on Prime for a long yeah. time and I haven't rewatched it. Yeah. So I figured, like, in my mind, I obviously don't want it. But I think that's because it's just so good. Because <coughs> one of my favourite ever films is There Will Be Blood, but I probably don't watch it 
Yeah. I'll maybe watch it once every year or two years because I like to go in almost like cold, having forgotten bits. Yeah. And I think it's probably the same with everything, everywhere, all at once. But it is just fucking ridiculous. But it leans into it and it believes in itself. So yeah. you believe in it. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it's on Prime, so... Yeah, yeah I was going to say, good old Hemel people leaving when there was too many subtitles. Because <laughs> yeah. like, the first 20 minutes to 30 minutes is pretty much all subtitled and it's just proper mundane yeah. Chinese yeah. couple living in America, yeah. work, running a laundromat. Yeah. And then it happens. And when it... And it just it escalates. Yeah, once quickly. it starts, it just fucking goes. Mm. You'll never look at a bagel the same way. <laughs> you don't know how I look at bagels <laughs> not like this yeah, fair enough so right. Steve number two so spoiler alert yeah. our two and one are the same <laughs> well, so the next yeah. we've all got the same number two we've all got the same number I one we might as well discuss shocked. it as so number two I mean essentially if you know any of us you know that the next two films are either going to be Top Gun Maverick or well, The Batman yeah number two one was Morbius <laughs> number two is a film that we're all going to see again shortly <sighs> with so a excited. live orchestra I say shortly that makes it up tonight yeah. in March at the <laughs> Hammersmith Apollo yeah. we're going to see this film with a live orchestra and it is The Batman it's and just just yeah. to be clear, when you sent the list over, Dan, you just put Batman. It's the Batman. Sorry, yeah. my bad. It's one of my <laughs> being a massive fan of the comic books. He's always referred to as the Batman, he is. and I hate it when he's just called Batman. Yeah, weird little OCD kink, but yes. So <laughs> the Batman. Yeah, sure thing. Have we done a podcast on this? Mm, kinda. I feel like we were going to, or did, or didn't. Or... Didn't we do like a we did a round from... of the year, and we did, yeah. we never got around to doing it. But the Batman is oh, this is blasphemous for, for a lot of people it's my favourite Batman film I can see that mm. it's because <clears throat> I sit there and I go oh my. when when I was sitting there watching the film I was like oh my god they're doing the comic Batman they're doing the thing that they've been threatening to do every time they've released a Batman film and they just never quite got it right and I sat there watching this going that's long Halloween okay so that's year one Fuck me! They're doing. They're actually doing Batman. This is the Batman. This is the fucking Batman that we wanted for ages. I can. Ah, oh, the Riddler looks a bit different. Holy fuck! Of course he'd be a fucking incel. Of course he'd be a fucking member of QAnon. This all makes sense. It is so fucking good. And throw into it a thoroughly brilliant comic esque relationship with him and Catwoman, mm-hmm. uh, and Alfred that I genuinely give a shit about mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, a relationship with Jim Gordon and the police. The police fucking hate him. I yeah. love. Oh, yeah. I, I, Don't forget I, Colin Farrell's Penguin. Yeah. Colin Farrell's Penguin, one of the best car chase scenes in a film in the last 20 What's years. What's a Batmobile? Yeah. Just the bit when it fires up. When it fires up and it's just like, it looks like an animal, like a mm. caged animal. And it's about, the, it's the first time the Penguin looks scared throughout the whole film. Yeah. Mm. He's, he's had the upper hand throughout that entire relationship. And then all of a sudden he sees the car and he knows exactly who's in the car. Oh, fuck, I love that film so much. It is so fucking good. It's very rare. Yeah. I can't think of many other films that are three hours long yeah. that I happily watch and I will put on at like 10 o'clock at yeah. night and just think, I know I'll watch it. And it is, I don't think there's, the first time I remember thinking like maybe you could trim it, maybe, yeah. but I don't think you can. I think yeah. every bit that's in there is there for a reason. It's just impe- impeccably acted. I remember when it got announced and it was like Matt Reeves, I was like, oh, Interesting mm. filmmaker, that could be good. Mm. Robert Pattinson, not sure, but I'll mm. give him a chance. He he seems like a good... When Paul Dano got announced, I was like, right, yeah. they're actually getting actors 
They're not going out and getting, oh yeah, Leo DiCaprio's really hot at the moment. Jared Leto's really hot at the moment. We'll get him in a film. It was, who do I think will make a good Riddler? Paul Dano will make a good what Riddler. What a great twist I never saw coming as well. Because like, even in the trailer, they make it seem like he knows that he's Bruce Wayne. Mm. And he goes, the only one we didn't get. And you're yeah. like, what? That's fucking great. Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. So, so good. So it does get a little bit comic book at the end mm. with obviously like the big explosions and yeah. the flood. And, and I know a lot of people have issues with that, but it does play into his plan because mm. I read somewhere saying that the Riddler doesn't make sense doing that because he's fighting for the little man mm. and he's going to drown all the little men. But it's like, he is mad. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to take that into account. And his plan is to funnel the rich people into one place to kill them all. And as far as he's concerned, he's giving people enough of a chance to... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah definitely. Fucking but just, it's Just watching it again, it's just like that opening scene with the Riddler mm. and the mayor. Yeah. Just yeah. in his house where he just appears behind him, disappears behind him, and then just fucking goes at him with that little... It's, once again, great sound design as well, because mm. you've got like the sound of the TV, which is incredibly loud, blocks out everything. Then it goes incredibly quiet and you can hear the clinking of the glass yeah. Yeah. and then you hear the roar and then the sickening thud and the doo -doo 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 as a thing kind of like yeah. stumbles along the floor. No, it's such a good film. And like we said, watching it again, mm -hmm. you notice that the light's flickering the whole time. Yeah. There is a scene where I haven't actually spotted it myself, but you can see the Riddler at his window Yeah, watching the club and stuff like that. It's just... Because even like John Turturro... Mm. It's almost a bit of a joke act if you think about the Big Lebowski, mm. the Transformers films. Yeah. You believe him as a fucking like yeah. Don of a crime yeah. lord who you would not An fuck with. Absolute piece of shit as well. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't feel like character overload either. No. No. And the other, if they'd have done that in the film another time, probably with a different it would have felt there was too many characters in there, but every single character in the film. But I guess that's got, the three hours yeah. where you get to spend because yeah. you almost forget. Maroni Falcone's there yeah and then when you're doing that big Falcone bit where it's like delving into Bruce's dad's passer you forget the Riddler's there then the Riddler yeah. comes back into it and it is very yeah. much like he steps back and he comes in and they've all got time to breathe and you actually even though the penguin is barely in it mm. he gets time to actually breathe and be a character and you have it you see that like you say he's not scared of anything he's obviously He's got his TV series coming, mm. isn't he? But he's obviously going to fill the void left by Falcone dying. World's greatest detectives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is up there. It's one of the best. When I say it's the best Batman film, debatable, but I do appreciate yeah, the way yeah. you say it. I still think, for me, The Dark Knight just pips it a little bit. Yeah. But I, I think mean, that's more from the nostalgic. I've watched The Dark Knight. When that came out, I think I watched it every day or every other day for about six months. But... Yeah, it's, 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 it's rich pickings, isn't it? It's rich oh, yeah. pickings. Mm. But yeah, it's very yeah, much... Ben Affleck put in a hell of a turn. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, The Batman is a fantastic film. So, mm. like I said, I've watched it a couple of times since. I think I said the other day, I haven't yeah. got a 4K. I do have a 4K. Yeah. Well, the Batman box set on 4K. Mm. That's a beautiful box. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. It really is. It's a um, top draw film. The score's great as well. Mm. The soundtrack's mm. incredible. It's... Even Gemma didn't mind it. Yeah. And I knew she likes, cause she likes the Batman <laughs> films, but I thought three hours might. Yeah. But she was... She perfectly enjoyed it. It doesn't feel like three hours either. No, it really doesn't. No, and again, so they announced that Roy Patterson was very much kind of like, it's, oh, but he done a great job. It's it's grounded, but at the same time, it doesn't. it's not afraid to be a bit stupid at times yeah, exactly. as well. exactly. And you've got, because like, the same thing with Nolan, mm. there's things that happen in those films that could only happen in a comic book film. You can't mm. ground it entirely in reality. Yeah. 
But I remember the moment where I got really excited, and it's a really stupid thing, was the trailer where you saw the makeup around his yeah, eyes. Yeah. Mm. It was like, oh. Because mm. that was one thing. Oh, there's a bit in Dark Knight where you see him take the mask off and you watch the makeup disappear yeah, yeah, before yeah. your eyes. It's just like, oh, it just, it makes sense that you'd see it. And I love that he gets the shit beaten out of him in this one as well. He's young Batman. He's yeah. Yeah, Every now and then he takes a beating. The Batmobile doesn't work properly. Yeah. Um, he, yeah. he needs Alfred to help him with the cipher, that kind of thing. And yeah, it's and like, the journals and yeah. everything. No, it is, it is topsies. Yeah. Any other year. It I, I think I probably said, I say this a lot yeah. when, we, we, when we came out, I probably said, if that's not the film of the year, we're in for a fucking treat. Yeah. Boy, and that, and that treat came in <laughs> an, F4, F8, an, F, an F18 followed yeah. by an F14 Yeah, because we felt the need the need for some <laughs> fucking speed Fuck as me, Top Gun fun. Maverick flew into our screens a mere 30 years off the back of Top Gun where we lost Goose and Iceman well we didn't lose Iceman but we, we did spoiler this one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're doing this one but yeah this was the film that everyone I think would have been like really yeah I, I was yeah, I was like, I was perfectly thinking. Well, this this doesn't need a sequel. Like, no. Top Gun wraps itself up. Yeah. It's absolutely fine. And thirty years later, and then there were rumblings. There were like people had been to see it, and they they were coming out going, "No, this is." Because there was a lot. Because yeah. this is again, it was made in twenty twenty. Yeah. I feel I feel like they did a lot of like army viewings and stuff yeah. during the pandemic. And Tom Cruise, as we said, this doesn't get made without Tom Cruise. Or if it does get made, it is shit without Tom. What's without it? Tom Cruise, this is done on green screen. What has yeah. he said? Um, doing a Top Gun sequel uh, for it to be any good it's like hitting a bullet with another bullet and they hit a bullet with another bullet yes yeah. and it is one of those ones that I think he he probably gets set, got sent 30, 40 screenplays Top Gun mm. 2 whatever it would be yeah. and then I'd imagine he opened one up and went oh shit this is actually quite good got the phones of Christopher McQuarrie polish the shit up yeah, yeah. make my bit a bit bigger and then just then just the one thing she says he goes we're going in the planes like if we're doing yeah. this we're, we're in the planes and it makes such a difference it does yeah. if, if that's on green tree because I remember after we could me, me and you Dan yeah. we saw this about three times in yeah. a week on IMAX 4DX <laughs> and then ScreenX yeah. oh thanks for the invite you were invited <laughs> every fucking time Steve. I do this all the time I do this all the time um in between one of those, I was yeah. like scrolling, and I put stealth on, <laughs> which is obviously shit, but it's yeah. another film, but it's a futuristic jet, mm. and that's all green screen, and it's all CG, and mm. it looks fucking awful. You, you can just feel the jet engines yeah. on this, and not even just when you're on 4DX. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's so tight, the storyline mm. is great, the way Maverick is still just Maverick, he's not yeah. this Admiral, then that's... Obviously, just because he won't listen, because he won't do as he's told. But he has changed. Like, yeah. I love that he's still dealing with the idea of, okay, so I don't want to get anyone else killed. Yeah. Like, that, that's his still big thing. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Like, he's, his big thing is, like, he's gone from, I go up there, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. You know, and now he's, I got someone killed. Like, that's, that's at least partially my fault. Um, in his head at least and now he's dealing with the consequences of that and he does it's such a good job of setting up um, and getting in the mind of him like the whole thing about the mission of like and bring them back yeah like yeah, he's the yeah. one who says and bring them back mm. and John Hamm the cunt is just like yeah if we can <laughs> he is John Hamm is definitely a cunt in that film he's a cunt in every film yeah but that's <laughs> what he does isn't yeah, it? it's a film I really don't like I fucking love John Hamm 
Um, handsome man. Yeah. He's got a good looking man. Yeah. Because um, I always forget, like, on every watching, you remember, I say, like, the mission, but you forget about the Mac 9. Yeah. And that little bit at the beginning with Ed Harris, where his head should have come clean off his body. <laughs> yeah. Had he been stood under the flight of that fucking jet. Wow, I love But it's just the whole thing of, like, go on, Maverick, 9.1. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's like, the oh, shit. Just a little push. And then <laughs> you just see his mate just going, oh, for fuck. Yeah, Hondo. And he just walks into that bar, yeah, just yeah. down to the water. He's like, are you from Earth? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, oh, everything about it is just so, so well done. Like the new cadets, yeah. they, they're not just copies. It's not like, oh, here's Maverick, here's Iceman, yeah. here's Goose. They're all different. They've all got their own personalities. Hang Even man's. like Bob. Yeah. yeah. Bob, <laughs> Who's yeah. just Bob? Yeah. What's your call sign? Bob. What's your name? Bob. <laughs> but Hangman is a an amalgamation of Iceman and Maverick yeah. as well like because he never he's got the arrogance he riles but... everyone up but you never see him like throw a, pit, throw a, a nah. fist up. there's a bit where Rooster's being held back and he's just there goading him <laughs> he's just fucking cool he puts slow ride on yeah. when Rooster walks in yeah <laughs> it's just fucking great ah oh, I love it so much the score's brilliant the shots are incredible like it's a the shots film. of Mac 10 where yeah. it's just like watching it go like almost mm. in a sort of orbital mm. Joseph Kaczynski he hasn't made many films he, but he made oh, it was with Tom Cruise as well Oblivion yeah that is a very underrated film as it well is. that it's looks beautiful um, every time he says talk to me goose I cry <laughs> every single time and we've talked about it as well he says talk to me goose and there's a bit where Rooster says talk to me dad and it yeah. immediately cuts to Maverick talking to him yeah which is obviously like the simile of he has become his dad because yeah. He killed his dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, the fight scenes with the the fifth generation fighters are genuinely on the edge of your seat yeah. as well. Uh, the bit where the Sam missile launches, like when they finally get out of Coffin Corner when they make yeah. the mission, and like you're seeing all these planes like diving. It's like in a dogfight with the missiles. It's so isn't fucking it? well done. It looks incredible, and it's going to win no fucking awards, and it deserves to win a ton yeah. of awards. Yeah. I probably know acting awards. I get that, but no, it's, I mean, I mean, sound it's got a win yeah. for and stuff. You'd imagine, but I mean, it's it's a tight year. There's a lot of good stuff out there, but yeah, it's it's one of those ones. I watched it again the other day, and it is just how many times, Chuck, and you've watched it? I've watched it eight times now. No, okay, I saw it four times at the cinema. Yeah, I think it's my mo- yeah. I mean, the Batman I saw three times. Yeah, sorry, it will become four. Yeah. But yeah, it's not often I see a film that many times at the cinema. And I loved every single time I saw yeah. it at the cinema yeah. as well. Because even like the, I think yeah. like the fourth time I was yeah. like, oh, I wonder if it's going to be a yeah. bit... And even there's not a bit going into it you're like, oh, it's that bit now. Or this is the bit where I can go to the toilet. Every bit. Even like the train... Like we've talked about yeah. like the training session where it goes wrong and there's, yeah. they get stuck in the spin. Your, yeah. your heart is in your yeah. mouth watching mm-hmm. that happen. And the whole um, Maverick proves you can do it bit. It's yeah. just like oh, that's yeah. fuck, that's arousing. It's so fucking well done. It's it's literally mostly people just doing this, just leaning forward, <laughs> and like him in a plane. Yeah, but it's it's and knocking time off of the cat. Yeah. yeah, taking thirty seconds off. <laughs> I'm fucking having this. And you you in that short time you learn the personalities of all of those pilots just yeah. by little throwaway comments. So and he goes, well, you're not down for anything here. Yeah, well, I'm going anywhere. And Phoenix leans in and just goes, nice. And like it's shit like that. It's like. You can tell that he's got the respect of those pilots mm. at that point. Mm. Like even Hangman's like, you either fly like Maverick, then yeah. you don't come back. And, and even John Hamm, right? he says to him, like, yeah. 
I'm, you won't look a fucking idiot either I fire someone who's just done what I need to do yeah. or I make you the fucking team captain yeah, yeah just because even like the sort of double endings as well because yeah. you've got like I mean I guess we're getting into spoilers yeah. here during that mission Maverick gets shot down saving Rooster and you it, it cuts to black doesn't it and you yeah. think, there's a split second where you think oh fuck they've just ended it with Maverick dead and then and it cuts to... And you think he's going to die as well because yeah, there's the you, whole we'll talk when we get back. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. you've got Rooster going, like, I'm going to go back, I'm going to go back. And you've got Maverick on the ground about to be shot by a fucking yeah. helicopter over and it gets taken out by Rooster who then crashes. Then they have to steal the F-14 and Rooster's just like, what the fuck is this? And they've got all these switches. <laughs> I love I love as well that, that initially I thought, okay, there's a cool ending, they're going to kill Maverick. And they're like, shit, they're going to kill Rooster. I didn't see that coming. Mm. And then I was like, nope, they're not doing that. And then at first I thought... That's oh, a bit cheesy, but then I was like, no, it's not. I kind of hang on to the rescue. Fucking yeah. love this, like, because they genuinely, they're out. There's that bit when they're out of missiles, they're out, their guns are done, and they are yeah. literally just trying to, to escape for as long as possible. And then Hangman just kind of, yeah, yeah, saves the your savior speaking. <laughs> I am good, Rooster. I am very good, and he should be fucking Gambit. That's what I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, I knew that. I remembered that. Yeah. I mean, the end, the very, very ending is very sickly sweet, where it's him and his fucking Spitfire fly with Jennifer Connelly and <laughs> Lady Gaga playing, but how, he's earned it. Yeah. How do they get the fucking insurance for that? Because that's him flying his own P-51 Mustang. Well, I guess that's yeah. the thing. Like The main part of the budget of these films, and obviously the yeah. film I was alluding to earlier, is yeah. the Mission Impossible film oh that's God, coming out so next exciting. year. Yeah. yeah. It must just be like, okay, yeah, so we're paying all the actors this much. The insurance bill for Tom alone <laughs> is $400 million. Yeah. But yeah. it's just, because even, we haven't even read, like, the Jennifer Connelly character, I forget her name. It's a throwback to Penny. Yeah, Penny, yeah. the Admiral's daughter that he does yeah, a flight but she's so grounded and yeah. so realistic. And, like, their relationship is not just, like, oh, she suddenly falls off. She's like, no, stay away. Mm. And, like, they have a couple of dates before she leaves the front door open. Minx. Um... <laughs> <coughs> again I saw on Facebook someone said oh how did she runs a dive bar how has she got like a classic Porsche and a boat she's a fucking admiral's daughter she's an admiral's daughter and that's not a dive bar that's she an officer's club yeah, yeah. The, 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 I, I read up on these these are actual things that happen like so leaving your phone on like if you get a promotion in the navy like you'd walk into a bar and you just put your phone on the counter because you're basically saying I'm going to buy everyone here around because I've just got a promotion so like it's it's one of those things that as an actual that I've read up so much on planes and navy <laughs> ships since this fucking. Have <laughs> you shown me that you follow that through on Facebook now about yeah. aviation? RAF so. Lakenheath, yeah. I watch. I look at people's pictures of taking of planes taking off and stuff. <laughs> That's where I'm fucking at now. Thank <laughs> you, Top Gun. Maverick. You were the guy watching the fucking planes landing at Heathrow in that wind. Did, didn't everyone watch that? <laughs> <laughs> like, surely everyone watched that. Uh, it, it's yeah. She, she's like a, a great character in it as well. She's got her own agency. And the daughter as well. Yeah. Just like every, everyone in there has a purpose. Oh, I love that Moves bit. the plot along. That, that bit where like it's, it's, it's so funny, he's escaping and then like gets to the floor <laughs> and she just looks at him and goes, don't break her heart again. Yeah. It's like, That's it. There's, there's no, yeah. everyone understands whoever, there's no yeah. like, oh God, he's going to do that and yeah. people are going, everyone understands who Maverick is. Because she even says like, <laughs> we know what you're going to do. Yeah. Captain, and, still? Yeah, and <laughs> R.I.P. Iceman. Yeah. yeah. That was Very moving. as well. That's another bit. Cried my eyes out. Fucking yeah. cried about six times in that film. And every single time I watch it, I, I'll, I'll do the same. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I knew it was coming, but yeah. you still didn't make it any easier the first but time just, watched it. Not even like when he dies, but the mm. bit where they're just chatting. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, oh, who's the best pilot? Oh, come on, we're not going to fall out now, are we? This is a nice moment. Let's not yeah. ruin yeah. it. Just, oh. 
I think it's more. I think what makes it more sad is the fact that how unfortunate Val Kilmer has been mm, health wise. Yeah. So if it was kind of like, if Val Kilmer was okay in real life and it was just a character who was playing the infamous, but I think because you know the hardship he's gone through over the last sort of X amount of years. did such a good job bringing him back in this one. Yeah, I mean, I imagine he looked well. He looked. I he imagine looked good. because of what's gone through, that's why he had such. Had he been in perfect health, he might. He might have even been the John Hamm character. Yeah. But they didn't want him in it. Tom Cruise had to fight and said, like, no, if we're making a Top Gun film, we need Iceman. Like, yeah. they, that's the key relationship from the first film that yeah. comes out of it, is that you could be my wingman any day. One of, I mean, I knew I was in this film when they did the exact same intro. Oh, yeah. yeah. Me and you literally, the yeah. first time, we just went, it's the same fucking font. <laughs> yeah. It's like, even the font. And then it says it in 1969. Top Gun. Maverick and every time anyone says Maverick dong I love that as well it can be it can be Maverick dong because that's the thing as well they, they throw him out of the bar and then yeah. the next day he gets introduced and they're just like oh fuck yeah, we yeah, literally yeah. threw him out of the bar last night oh what a film yeah it's brilliant so I was going to say we could do some 2023 ones but I've right, just so we we go be... through the top 10 our combined list just from the scores so we only got to an 8 because we had a lot of joints so joint 8th was Barbarian, Belfast, Unbearable Weight of Being, of Massive Talent, sorry, and Doctor Strange. Mm. Six, Terrifier 2, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm. Number five, Halloween Ends, who would have called that in the middle? <laughs> nope, four, Bullet Train 3, The Batman 2, yeah. Top Gun mm-hmm. 1. Nice. So I think what we'll do is we'll do a separate pod with films we're looking forward to in 2023. Yeah. I think yeah. that might be the way to go. Yeah. Because we are running at two hours and 45 minutes now wow like the Batman like the Batman yeah uh, just a, a li- uh, there's probably a few bits you could probably trim from this one to those yeah. to be fair uh, so with that I think we're going to wrap it up I mean we do have some uh, other people who've given their lists just looking at it now uh, TV wise Bass says Andor is number one then Strange Things Legends of Vox Machina Ms. Marvel Reacher and The Recruit uh, Phil uh, had uh, his TV was Reacher in reverse order five to one. Oh, uh, I forgot about Reacher. Oh, I really yeah. like Reacher. I've still yet to watch it. Uh, she Hulk was number four. Obi Wan was number three. Stranger Things number two. Andor number one. <clears throat> um, his movies number four was Love and Thunder. Uh, I feel like there are movies I'm missing, but I'd need to see a list. Mm. Three was Unbearable Bearable Weight of Massive Talent. Two was Wakanda Forever. One was Batman. Uh, Duncan, he had feels like Shang Chi and the Ten Rings was this year. It wasn't, or Eternals, neither were. So he's got Sea Beast, Top Gun, Maverick, and the Batman, and then his TV series with the Dragon Prince, uh, She Hulk, Obi Wan, Legends of Vox Machina, and Andor. And Bass's movies, Chippendale Rescue Rangers was number six. Oh, I haven't seen that. <laughs> Apparently, it's really. I love Chippendale yeah. when I was younger. Uh, number five, Thor: Love and Thunder. Four was the Grey Man. Three was Top Gun, Maverick. Two was the Batman, and number one was Glass Onion. And I had one from John, who just basically said Andor, Andor, and Andor. So yeah. But what about Andor? Yeah, yeah I heard I hear Andor might be okay. Uh, so with that, I think we're going to wrap it up. Thank you very much, Steve. Cheers, Dan. Thank you. Thank you very much. Pleasure Terry. to see you both. Again. Always, yeah. Always a pleasure. The next one might be on Zoom, I think. But yeah. we'll 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 work yeah. that one out. Um, if you want to contact us, hit us up uh, on Twitter. It's just at tmtooh or on Instagram tmtooh. Come join the Discord, uh, pin tweet on Twitter, in the bio on Instagram, and we're talking movies all the time. So we'll be back. We're going to be more regular with our podcast. We've already discussed this prior. 
do a few more things. When the next Marvel series starts, maybe we'll do our weekly roundup of depending on if it's any good what or not. What is the next Marvel series? I don't know. I hadn't thought about it. It would be Secret Invasion. It might be actually. Yeah, we could do week weekly That'd Secret Invasion. Oh, that's gonna be good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, keep stay tuned. TMTOH. We're gonna do a lot more this year than we did tail end of last year. Uh, thank you for listening and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Speaking of Samuel Jackson, did you see about his Twitter? Yes. <laughs>